Hi, and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We'll reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season six. Are we saying episode Episode 23, definitely, and possibly 24. 24. Uh, <laughs> Depending on how long we go. She didn't write it down. All good things must all come good, to an end. All good things, dot, 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 yeah. must come to an end. I just wrote down finale. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, how do we do this? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the finale of Dawson's Creek, written by Kevin Williamson and Maggie Friedman, mm-hmm. directed by James Whitmore Jr. Uh, this originally aired on May 14th, 2003. I remember it well. Uh, very, very well. Um Okay, this is a long-ass description. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I've read it before. Five years have passed, and everyone is now age 25, is reunited in Cape Side for a special wedding. Dawson has been living in Los Angeles, producing his autobiographical television series, The Creek. Joey is now a book editor, living in New York with her boyfriend, Christopher. Pacey has reopened the Ice House restaurant. Jen is a single mom, living with Grams in New York, and managing an art gallery in Soho. I don't know that we knew that. I know. And Jack is an English teacher at Capeside High and is in a relationship with Doug, now mm. Capes, now sheriff of Capeside, though the latter is unwilling to publicly come out of the closet. Absent is Audrey, who is singing backup for John Mayer, touring Europe. And as a boyfriend, she jubs, quote, the anti-Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> the five friends catch up over dinner. Later, Joey ends up at Dawson's house as always. They catch up and Joey spends the night because Dawson insists, while also leaving before he wakes up. During Gail's wedding, Jen collapses while dancing with Dawson and is sent to the hospital and is revealed that she is dying of heart failure. They all get turns to say goodbye to Jen as it is her wish that they are not sad and instead joke about the matter at hand. Later, Dawson helps Jen make a video for her infant daughter asking her never to stop loving and dreaming and to believe in God as it is good to believe in something, to have something (laughs) to believe in. Joey comforts him as he struggles to come to terms with Jen's fading health. It's her dying wish. She begs Joey to stop running and put everyone out of their misery by making a choice between Dawson and Pacey, as they are both evidently still in love with her. Jack, whom Graham's, whom Jen named godparent to her daughter Amy, insists on adopting Amy. Jen later passes away with Graham's by her side. Jen's death forces everyone to grow up and stop running. Doug tells Jack he's willing to spend his life with him and wants to help raise Amy. Pacey tells Joey that despite his endless love for her, he feels like he's holding her back as she has fulfilled her dreams of living in Cape Side. What? Where he feels like he is destined to be stuck there. She tells him that she loves both him and Dawson in different ways and calls Dawson her soulmate before she can clarify they're interrupted by Gail and then Bessie. <laughs> Joey checks in on this. Is a long, I know. It's still it's like more to go. There's four play. more paragraphs. Oh, my God. Joey checks in on Dawson, who is lost in memories of Jen's first day on the creek. They can reconfirm the survival and significance of their love and vaguely define relationship, then declare each other's their soulmates. Joey tearfully tells Dawson she loves him, which he reciprocates. You and me always, always. In the epilogue, <laughs> sometime later, it is revealed that Pacey and Joey are living together in New York, finally back together. They delightfully call Dawson after watching the season finale of his show. The three converse happily, apparently reconciled their dynamic. Dawson tells them that he's going to meet with his idol, Steven Spielberg, tomorrow to Pacey and Joey's delight. The three converses. The camera pans to a photograph of the three with Jen, and the show fades to the footage of the core four on the beach all those years ago. In 2011, the whole two-part finale was ranked number 16 on the TV Guide Network special, TV's most unforgettable finales. I believe it. 
Yeah, I agree it's with that. It's definitely unforgettable. Yeah. It's really good. It's great. Okay, uh, History's Mysteries, uh-huh. May 21st, 2003. Ruben Stuttered wins season two of American Idol. Okay. May 23rd, 2003, Dewey, the first deer cloned by scientists at Texas A&M University, is born. Oh, wow. May 28th, 2003, President George W. Bush authorizes $350 billion worth of tax cuts over 10 years. Oh. What a mensch. Yeah. Mm. And May 30th, 2003, Pixar Animation Studio. I mensch is a good thing. It is. I was being sarcastic. Oh, oh. Um, May 30th, 2003, Pixar Animation Studios' fifth feature film, Finding Nemo, is re-released, or no, is released for the first time in theaters, becoming the studio's biggest financial success to that point. Okay. Number one movie at the box office is X2, the second X-Men movie. Oh, yeah. This is also the summer of the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, Which I went on a very, very unpleasant date (laughs) to. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's the year of Kill Bill Volume 1 and The Return of the King. So. Okay. That's what we have this year. Number one song is Get Busy by Sean Paul. Oh, wow. Okay. Some of the other number ones for the rest of the year are going to be Crazy in Love by Beyonce yeah. featuring Jay-Z. Uh-huh. Baby Boy by yeah. Beyonce featuring Sean Paul. Uh-huh. And we're going to end out the year with Hey Ya by Outkast. I mean, Hey Ya by Outkast is truly a tremendous yeah. song. Yeah. Um, and so uh, with that, I wanted to just give everyone a note on the version that we're going to talk about. Oh, right. Which is that we are doing the DVD extended version. Um, there was a special edition DVD released yeah. with Andy mm-hmm. scenes, and we would like to watch Andy. So Yeah, and I guess there's other deleted scenes, and I, I can't really speak to... Oh, someone was saying on our live stream that... In the other version, you don't see um, Joey find the ring. Yes, there's a few there's things. A few scenes. Yeah, there's a few scenes that they added back in. So if this is longer than the version you're used to watching, um, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube somewhere or on the black market of. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can find the clips on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know where you can find the, the whole full. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so hopefully we'll do it justice. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention that in 2003, they did advertise that someone was going to die. Yeah. And it explicitly said from the original four. Yeah, yeah, it did. And also that um, Joey was finally going to choose. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, here we go. So we start in Dawson's room. Um, or what seems like Dawson's room. And there's like a moppy haired young Dawson. Type. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's yeah, two people we don't know, but it comes very quickly yeah, clear yeah. that this is Dawson and Joey. Yeah. Um, and the Joey person is like, I don't have feelings for Petey. Yeah. Um, and they're like talking in this like very exaggerated way that not even Dawson's Creek did. Like, I really liked it though. Yeah, I, I think it's the, funny. Like, joke that they yeah. made about it. Yeah. Or, like, I guess just because like we've already maintained that when we watch the show, it didn't feel like these yeah. big words. And when adults would say that, you're like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I yeah. completely understand it. Yeah. And then so when you watch watch like the version I guess adults that was happening you're like nope that wasn't it at all (laughs) you know I don't know it's like it's entertaining yeah it's it's really funny it's a funny joke yeah and then we see that Joey is watching this tv show on her couch yeah she's She's got reading glasses on wine red wine (laughs) she's drinking wine it definitely looks like a chillable red from a box Uh uh like the color of it someone in our live watch mentioned that it looked watered down and I was like yeah that's true it definitely had ice cubes in it yeah (laughs) Yeah, totally (laughs) which I have to say is like a southern italian thing my grandparents drink chilled red wine 
Yeah, um, yeah. I just, I'm not a wine snob like that. I just nor am I, don't but think I just want to say, <laughs> yeah. I just, I like it when people are snobby about things and I'm like, well, real Italian people actually do it this way. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so she's in velour sweatpants and a double tank top, which is just like a perfect encapsulation of 2003. I know. And as the episode ends, we hear this man's voice from off screen say, thank God that's over. And... Yeah, and I guess I want to say, like, I, it's so interesting that they the show constantly does this trope of there always being someone like Pacey, like Joey, yeah. like, you know, especially in the college years, like Dawson. Like, you know, we just had to live through, like, Harley, her best friend, you know, being, like, a young Joey. And, like, yeah. I guess I don't remember who the other, what was his name? Patrick. Unfer- unrememberable. <laughs> <laughs> He's much more memorable when he goes crazy on the yeah, OC and wild. kidnaps um, Marissa. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's it's like I don't know. It's so interesting that like on the one hand, like it makes sense that there's always gonna be these characters yeah. because like the show like we've always maintained is the every story. But then on the other hand, it's like there isn't always this story of a love triangle, you know? Totally, um, totally. Yeah. But yeah, we see that Joey has a new boyfriend and it's Jeremy Sisto. It's Jeremy Sisto, who of course, you know, at this point, oh, um, I, I think at this point I just knew him from Clueless and like, oh, wasn't he in The Crush? At this point I wasn't watching Six Feet Under. Yeah, he's in Six Feet Under. Or I hadn't watched it. Um, the, he's not in The Crush. Is he? I thought he was in The Crush. I was thought he was in another... Yeah, he's in another movie with Lisa oh, Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyway, this is a person that we definitely knew. Oh, yeah. Um, and she, he's, like, at his computer writing, and Joey's, like, tread lightly, book boy. And then she picks up this, like... I think I'm supposed to think it's a manuscript. It's the most well-bound manuscript <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> Nobody reads a manuscript like this. It's all loose paper, basically. Yeah, and I think we're supposed to think, like, oh, they're such a perfect match because he's a cynic, too. Yeah. And it's just, like, I guess after living through six seasons of this show, you're like, no, that's... Joe, you need stop an optimist, it. Joey. Stop it. That's yeah. just, like, not the... That's not the point of this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess all of our characters can be cynical from time to time. Mm-hmm. And, like, but then they w- waffle back and forth because no one's, like, completely cynical like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think we're supposed to be like, oh, man, she finally met her match. Right. And but he's just an asshole. I'm sorry. I agree with you. I, I really can't stand him. I, go, I can't stand him in this rewatch in a way that, like, I feel like I've never really felt before because I'm much older now. And I, like, I mean, I agree with you because it's just that it's, oh, this again. Right, exactly. Like, exactly. oh, you know, and it's the same way I felt about Eddie, where it was like, what about this guy is anything like Pacey or Dawson or like makes sense or like for anyone Joey. Who you want to be around. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And, and I guess it, it's hard because I guess what I felt about the show on the whole and one of my main takeaways from this, you know, experience has been like just how much it's beat in our head that like things that young girls like is should be made fun of yeah. and that you should be embarrassed and it's totally okay for it the person that you love to be like you idiot you like this it's stupid it's like what like get in the other room you asshole i'm not making you watch it (laughs) i'm definitely not telling you i'm not allowed to like the things i like right totally 
And like, they're also, I might add, in the nicest fucking apartment. Yeah. It's so nice. And, and like, it would be fine if it if we don't like revisit this apartment in the very final scene yes. to like confirm it's actually Joey's, Joey's apartment. apartment. Because and, it would make sense if it was like this older dude that's like a writer. And like, presumably has family money. Like, yeah. there's no way you could afford this at 25 unless you were like in finance. Yeah. And like, he you know I don't know he goes off like about this show and whatever and I listened to the commentary Mm -hmm. with Paul Stupid and Kevin Williamson on this episode and apparently this speech he gives about how bad the show is is like Kevin Williamson re-quoting a bunch of reviews that came out about Dawson's Creek when it first came out amazing so it was like he basically like took that part I really liked actually even though like I don't like this guy as a character I mean I think we're not supposed to I don't think we're supposed to be conflicted yeah. About him. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, when he starts saying all these quotes, I was like, I love this part. Because he's just like this, it's the same, where it's like this white dude asshole is like, well, I didn't like it, so it's stupid and dumb, and you're dumb for liking it. It's like, and, hmm, interesting, and go I, on. I do, like, I do aspire to Kevin Williamson's, like, level of petty that he's like, bitches, I remembered all the bad <laughs> reviews you wrote, <laughs> and I'm going to fucking write them into the show. Yeah, and it'll make you look bad. It would only be like I would next level pettiness and like add them as a writer credit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. And they, they have this back and forth about literary snobbery and like Joey's just like, you should read some of the crap I have to edit. Mm-hmm. And like, again, Joey, a junior editor with an apartment this nice, like hell no. Yeah. And he's and then he's like, well, you edit my stuff. And she's like, well, I just want to say that she is speaking like the audience, though, because she says she has an emotional connection to the show and yeah. he wouldn't understand. Yeah. And so like that was like one of the times like Joey was really speaking for me. Right. You know? Um, yeah. And then she's like, and I also think you like it just as much as yeah. I do. Yeah. Which I also felt was like the truth of like kind of what young people young maybe men at the time were like this is dumb and then it's but like, like but you like watching it too all like, the men that we've talked to and particularly straight men and uh-huh. i'm talking about like cis het straight men yeah like mo- almost everyone who's our age is like oh yeah i saw it sometimes yeah. like you know like they, they yeah. definitely knew the show of course yeah yeah and so you know there's that so yeah she, he's like you edit my stuff when she says like i have to read all this crap yeah and she's like Oh, except your stuff. It's not crap. And I was like, I am having a post-traumatic stress flashback to being an editor. <laughs> when you're complaining about something and then an author is there and you're like, not you. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 100%. So they like kiss and she's like, no, no, no. I got to finish this. Like, yeah. I have two more to read after that. And I was like, bitch, you have three manuscripts to read at like 9 p.m. Like, <laughs> and you're already drinking wine. <laughs> this is not going to go well. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I have a question here, which is that like, and I know we sort of talked about this in our live watch, but like, does Jeremy Sisto know that Joey's friend created this show and it's about her? I know that's what some of our listeners had asked. And I was like, I mean, it's they're trying to make it seem like no, no. which like honestly does check out because Joey is so secretive and 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 yeah. a liar yeah and like wouldn't let someone in in that way yeah. I don't think even though she would be like living with him and like you know later <laughs> on be like no but he's perfect um which like what you know um like what does that mean perfect right. if you can't um tell them what's going on in your life totally but anyways maybe that's just my definition uh <laughs> So you're kind of like, no, I don't think he knows. But, like, why would she keep that from him? Like, it's weird 
like those whole scenario is weird to me that he's like, why are you watching this? It's stupid, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I feel like, I guess what it is, is it to me, it highlights that her and Dawson aren't friends. And right. that's like the hardest part for me because then we're still going to get hammered in our head that they're like this. Soulmates, ep- yeah. That this epic type of friendship that we should all aspire to. Right. And, you know, you're kind of like, she doesn't even like, talk him up to her friends and people in her current life. And like, let's be honest as two people who live in Los Angeles and know people who create television, you absolutely tell people that, you know, the person who created something. Yeah. And I just like, don't even think it has to be about being in LA or about being a TV show. But if someone's like your best friend is doing a project and you're like, Oh, I'm listening to it. Cause my friend does it. Right. Or I'm doing that. I'm watching this cause my friend does right, it. Right. You would tell like, I just like, even I don't even think you have to be like in LA or in New York to have shared this. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is more like I absolutely have people that I like know, you know, I mean, yes, there are some certain of my friends that are like very dear friends who create awesome things that you all watch. Yeah. You know, but then there's also some people where I'm like, I kind of know that person. And then like, you know, if you're I don't know if you're like chatting someone up or something and you, you're like, oh, yeah, my friend works. On that. Right. <laughs> like, you know, right. not that close to them but whatever I I mean so that's what I'm saying is that like even in that scenario where you're not necessarily that close to someone and you're like oh yeah like I know the person who creates that yeah like you know you brag about it so if it's her best friend I just don't know if that's Joey's character to brag to a stranger but uh but he's not a stranger he's her boyfriend (laughs) oh I know that's like the point I was trying to make is that like it's someone that she should be confiding in her you know, about yeah. what's going on. Yeah, um, totally. And also, like, does he even know who Dawson is? Like, I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things where it's one of... It's just hard for it's me a plot to care about their friendship and relationship when you see all these very glaring plot holes, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Even in the finale, which, again, I think this show episode is really good. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where it's like, come on. And I, I feel like when we watched this live, for me, it was hard because I feel like you were on pins and needles the whole time. Like, who's she going to choose? Yeah. And even though it's so obvious who she should choose, they, you know, you still weren't you knew. sure yeah. that they were going to make the right, the writers were going to yeah. know what to do, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like this next scene, like, kind of gets into it you well, know yeah he says she sounds like sam but he says it in such a way that like it feels like he doesn't know that yeah. you know that's joey yeah <laughs> and then like so there's i have another question which is like how serious am i supposed to think this relationship is right, right. like if he doesn't know that and well, or how serious are you, again how serious are you supposed to think the relationship with dawson is right if he doesn't know that right and so they like he like throws the manuscript away that she's reading and they make out and joey stops him and is like do you think i really sound like her and it like immediately goes into the credits yeah. yeah yeah um and so then we move to the production offices kind of where- an interesting choice that the finale the opening scene is joey yeah Sure. And then at the production offices, Dawson's like walking quickly mm-hmm. through some hallways and, you know, it's, he's getting a network note that they can't funny. say masturbate. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really cute because they're like, yeah, they, they suggest walking the dog, which again is like Kevin Williamson being like, yeah, I put that in because they made me. Yeah, exactly. I never am going to live it down, but I put it in because they made me. And then he also says that like, and you got to tell like so and so that their character is coming out because they don't know. Which I also was like, that's interesting because 
Uh, Kevin Williamson said he knew. Kevin Williamson knew, but yeah. he didn't tell Kerr Smith. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of an interesting it, thing, too. It is interesting. It is interesting. And we go into the writer's room, and they're basically having the fight that Kevin Williamson is having with himself, seemingly, uh-huh. while writing this episode. Yeah. Does she pick Petey slash Pacey? Or, because it defies convention, or does she pick Dawson slash Colby well, because he's the soulmate? And I also was like really annoyed with this because, like, well, first of all, it was perfectly laid out where the two women writers are like, well, it should be Colby, and I think <laughs> every you know female writer on the show was like, it's got to be Pacey, you know? Yeah. Um, and the men were like, yeah, but you know, Colby's her soulmate or whatever. But I felt like my hardest part was like the way it was framed. It was that like, no, it's the soulmate or breaking convention. And you're like, that is not the show I've been watching. <laughs> yes, yes. And even to the very last episode, yeah, yeah. the men don't seem to get it. Yes, that's true. Um, it feels like the men still don't understand the show that they have put out. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and what the choice is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's not about breaking convention. It's about this like other connection, you know, in this other yeah. way and about the idea that even as you define your terms throughout this episode of what soulmate means, yeah. it turns out your definition of soulmate is something no one really cares about. Yep. And, you know, the writers ask Dawson's opinion, which he absolutely does not give. He <laughs> like does, He's like, yeah, you guys keep working. And it's just like, uh, okay, are you a good boss? Is yeah. Do you think Dawson's good at this? Seems like no. Um, so he leaves and his, his assistant then is like, your suit's ready for this wedding that he has to go to. And like, here's all your travel plans. And then probably his girlfriend called or like someone he's seen called. Yeah. And he has to like cancel on her again. Yeah. And so she, and he's just like, sorry, like, don't give me that look. I know. Yeah. And then he says, I promise I'm a nice guy. <laughs> and then he's like, I got to. I got to run to the editors, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and we kind of see that his main relationship is, is his job. Yeah, and his assistant, <laughs> seemingly. Um, and then we get a Chrysler Le- LeBaron yeah. <laughs> speeding yeah. convertible. Yeah, Sebring. Is it a Sebring? I'm oh, yeah. sorry, I thought it was a LeBaron. <laughs> Whatever. Same diff. And he's speeding. It's speeding. It's Jack. He's in a convertible it's- in Massachusetts. So amazing. And Doug gets out of the sheriff's car to give him a ticket. And we find out Doug's the sheriff. Yeah, yeah. And Jack's like really trying to get out of this ticket. He's like, come on, man. He's like, please. Is there something I can do? Doug's all like by the books about it. Yeah, he's He's like, like, well, you were speeding and bribing is against the law. Yeah, yeah. And then, and you're just like, fucking Doug. Like, oh my God. And then Jack like cracks this half smile. And then Doug kisses him. him And kisses him. Oh my God. (laughs) It's such a good reveal. It's so good. Let me tell you all how loud we screamed in 2003. Yeah, people had to check on us to make sure we were okay. That was the first one. And I really do feel like that moment was like, Oh, this might be good. I know. <laughs> like, I totally agree. We had this real moment of like, oh, hello. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they have it. They have this like back and forth, Doug and Jack. That makes it clear that that they're not really out to the town yet. Like yeah. they're not. Doug doesn't want to be called honey in public, mm-hmm. you know. And like, I Jack, feel like it's not quite clear. It's yet. not totally clear, but like, but yeah, it's you like, get the hint. That, like, yeah, you, you see how maybe Doug is kind of on the same journey Jack had, yeah. where he's like, I'm a masculine gay guy. And you're like, what is happening? But yeah. okay, go for it, you know? Um, and yeah, so 
there is already a hint of tension between them. <laughs> but then Jack's like, oh, you want to do dinner tonight? Yeah. And Doug's like, come over to my place. I'll cook. And Jack's like, I'll bring the handcuffs. I mean, I laugh so loud. I know. And I was like, that's so cool that like Jack gets to be slutty. And it's cool. I mean, listen, 2003 and you have like two gay men joking about like a little bit of light bondage yeah. on a network television show. Yeah. Like, that's actually pretty fucking forward. I definitely yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was having this question because I know people have asked before, like, if it's a cop out that Doug ends up being gay at yeah. the end because of the, you know, whole season of him, of Pacey, like, you know, the whole series, series yeah. of Pacey, you know, cracking jokes at his sexuality or whatever. And like, I don't know, I personally like it and find it believable, but I also have always felt the storyline believable. And maybe just because Kevin Williamson did frame it of like, oh, this is how my brother treated me. And like, we had this like sibling jokingness or whatever. Um, it's one of those storylines that I don't know if I would think that it would age well or that you could see it like currently, or maybe you could. Um, because Josh, in, anything in Joshua Jackson's hands is done so well, I think. Yeah, he does make it better. I, and I and I think it's like, it's interesting because I don't know that this would make it onto a TV show today, like mm-hmm. that kind of jokingness. And like... it's It would be hard to find charming, but like I said, Joshua Jackson does do a good job of it because you do feel like it is loving. Yeah, I guess like for me, it's like from Jack's perspective, I would hate that. And like, I get that like, I mean, I you wonder if it, like if I had someone that was doing that. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, my mother used to do it to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, and would like, anytime from I would Jack, mention a gay Doug's friend. Then. From from Doug's perspective. Okay, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean, I'm sorry, yeah. I meant Doug. But, like, I, you know, my mom was, like, every time I had a gay friend, she would be, like, it would be okay if you were gay. And I was, right. like, yeah, thank you. I'm aware. Like, <laughs> okay. And, like, I'm not – this is not her fault, but I do think sometimes, like, I'm a very stubborn person. Yeah. And, like, I want to be right. Yeah. And um, sometimes I'm, like, I wonder how much that held me back from, like, understanding my own yeah. self. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that, like, and it wasn't just my mom, like, not to put it all the blame on her. A lot of people thought I was queer. And, hey, they were right. <laughs> um, And so, so like, I, so I do, like, I see it from both sides. And I'm like, yeah, if I was Doug, I would be pretty annoyed. Um, yeah. And, like, well, I do think that there, there is a scene that comes up with them that kind of does make it okay. Yeah, It I does do really, too. like, lay out what is happening yeah I do too. Um, yeah but I, I i do think that's an interesting question and i don't know if i really i personally do think it's okay and i i like this storytelling but i could also see and you know why i see why it's not okay and that it could so people, easily go off the rails some people don't like this storytelling yeah. you know i I, can, I definitely see it both ways and i don't think that there's like a clear answer but yeah. Again, I, I mostly feel like it's just because Joshua Jackson it did handle it in this way that never felt, like, hateful. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. Like, I think the choices he made with those um, jokes or whatever, that kind of yeah. those taunts, just as someone who has a brother, like, you... It they feel more sibling feels, than hateful. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and But Doug does tell Jack to slow down, and then Jack checks out his ass as he walks yeah. back to his car, which They're is really They're both so perfect. hot, I know, too. I it's know. like, ugh, we should have got this spinoff. <laughs> I know. 
So we go then to the ice house, which is now open and owned and run by Pacey, who is helping bust tables. Well, and we see this like other little kid who's supposed to be like a diet Pacey. Pacey, Mm -hmm. And he's like in a Hawaiian shirt and like obsessed with Pacey. And again, I'm like, what is this weird storytelling where there's like always someone just like you? Like, I don't know. I guess it just feels like such to me uh, like hubris or or like a conceitedness that some people are like, oh, there's always going to be a little kid coming down just like me. <laughs> and you're just like, what? Okay. <laughs> like, way to be reductive about people. Totally. Um, we learned that this place has been open for six months. Yeah. And, and I kind of believe it. I, I do think he's combining his restaurant experience with his finance sure. experience. And like, I do believe him as a manager and like a business owner sure. and like also a chef. So it doesn't feel as out of the blue as like Dawson being a showrunner at 25 yeah yeah and um, Joey being like an editor a gi- with a giant apartment the gi- giant apartment I could see her being a junior editor but not with a giant apartment yeah um so uh he goes Pacey walks inside and there's this woman waiting for him yeah. and we pan up and it's Virginia Madsen yeah <laughs> and it was like maybe a year or so prior to her Oscar nomination for Sideways so right. like it was just before that yeah and she's like bringing Pacey menu designs but not really because they like go at it in yeah. his office <laughs> yeah she's like I got menu designs for you to review and you're like What's happening? This restaurant's been open for six months. And then he's like, you've asked me to review these three times. And they just like start going out at the office and we find out she's married. And you're like, again, it's one of those things where like, I just feel like Kevin Williamson because he was gone for so long. But then also like the writers on the whole, they just didn't see the same character of Pacey that we saw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think most of them didn't. I think some of them did. Yeah. But yeah, it's like. Yeah. What, oh, yeah. He just fucks older women. Yeah. And that's like it makes that's a problem. And you're like, yes, it's a problem. Right. But not in the way in which you're saying. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we go to this previously deleted scene and we see Joey calling someone and saying she's like, sorry, she can't come. And I'm so she's glad calling you, from her desk. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you like the curtains I bought you. And then she's like, I wish I was going to be there for the big day. I miss you. I miss Cape Side. I just like miss everything. And I like, just, and there's like a, a perfectly written, um, like, Coworker eavesdropping and super nosy, which Did I love. Do you recognize the coworker? No. The girl who Dawson, who invites Dawson to come home with her in road trip. Oh, really? Yes. The same and, one. And pretend that, uh huh. Oh, and pretend wow. that like they're gonna yeah, sleep yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. I it's. I guess I didn't remember the scene was deleted, but I don't buy it. I, I guess it's good they cut it out because like I don't really <laughs> buy that Joey wouldn't go to Gail's wedding. I agree. And also she calls Gail a friend, which is like super <laughs> fucked up to me. I was like, no, you were her previous maid of honor. That's true. That's true. Like she's more than a friend. And also she got her curtains. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of questions. It's like, I'm not judging what you get someone as a gift for um, their wedding, but it's more of like Joey did like a hand drawn book for Lily and like she's very um like <laughs> creative. creative and yeah. generous and thoughtful yeah yeah especially towards the Leary family yeah. so it's like what she just got, and also like Gail put curtains on her registry she has that big ass house so funny anyways and Joey's like oh yeah I'm going with Christopher like I wanted to go to this wedding but he has these like he's planned a weekend of passion at this cabin she calls it a weekend of passion <laughs> which makes me very uncomfortable for their one year anniversary oh does she say one yeah. year 
Yes. Oh. And okay. I was like, that's Wait, it? you already live together? Yeah. It doesn't... I have a lot of questions. Lots of questions. So that's why it does I mean, make sense. Further proving my point, Joey Potter's a lesbian. <laughs> it doesn't... <laughs> like, that's why I was like, well, it would make sense that it's his apartment. Yeah. Like, you yes. know, it's like, well, he's got this nice apartment and wants me to move in and he seems quote unquote perfect. So I'm moving in, you know? Right. I, I could see Joey doing that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And like, you know, she's like, I'm missing my friend's wedding. I'm so sad. And her friend, like her coworker person is like, oh, they'll understand. And I'm like, will they? Yeah. <laughs> what? And then the coworker is like, yeah, and if you want to have your own wedding, you got to get away with Christopher or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. And you're just like, lady. It's one of those things where like, Again, it's just so sad the way Joey has no friends. Well, and it's like, I have two things. Because we're not supposed to know that the wedding that she's supposed to go to is Gail. Uh So I'm like, what friend were we supposed to think was getting married? Like, were we supposed to think? I mean, because Dawson has mentioned it and now she has. Yeah. So it's, and we've seen Pacey and he's sleeping with a married woman. So it's probably not him. So are we supposed to think Jen's getting married? And the reveal is something totally different. (laughs) Exactly. Maybe. And then like... This woman, when she's like, well, you got to go away with him so, like, you can get married, too. I was like, when heterosexuality looks like this, yeah. it seems like a prison to me. <sighs> you know? So bizarre. Um, so then we go to a classroom at Cape Side High. Yeah. Guy in a letterman jacket reading a quite a gay poem. Yeah. This poem is gay. And, <laughs> and he's, like, very uncomfortable about yeah. it. And Jack's, like, sitting in the seat, like, the yeah, student's seat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the guy's, like, the student's, like, this poem's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack's, like, yes. And it's by Walt Whitman. Well, he's, and, like, I didn't know poems could be gay. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. It was, like, kind of a spot on, like, teachable moment about it. Yes. and But Jack, like, gives this whole lesson about Walt Whitman and American freedom and, like, what mm-hmm. he was writing about and fighting for and things like that. And it's, like, not in this, like, rah-rah America way, but it's, like, this is, like... What I mean, in a way that, like, I, to be quite honest, we still need to this day. Um, and then he's like, you know, it's been 150 years and we're still we're still laughing at him for writing this poem. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, and I felt like it was really good to see like millennial teachers yeah. and educators in Cape Side, like be yeah. good. Yeah. As opposed to the educators we've seen throughout uh-huh. the show. The baby boomers yeah. that came before them. Yeah. That you're like, oh. Okay. Like all these psycho, absolute psychopaths. Yeah, totally. And as as Jack is dismissing everyone, we see Jen come in the back and she's yeah. got a baby carriage with her. Yeah. So that's the big reveal is that Jen has a baby who and is so fucking so cute. cute. And Jack's excited. And it's also revealed that it's his goddaughter. Yeah. And Jen does, I will say, I really like that Jen actually comments, like, finally, there's a good teacher in Cape yes. Side. And I was like, I mean, at least we got some acknowledgement I know. of that. Yeah. And, like, also just cute, like, them being supportive. Yeah. Um, and um, and also Jen knows about Doug. Yeah. So it's, like, so interesting because we're seeing this authentic friendship where they know what's going on in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. They're participating even though they don't live in the same town. And, like, you know, just... Jen knows who who Jack is dating, and yeah. he's only been dating that person for six, six months. months. Yeah. Um, does Dawson know who Joey's dating for a year and lives with? <laughs> I think the answer is no. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Yeah. 
And so, so, you know, Jen's like, okay, like what's, you know, they, they try to make plans and Doug and Jack's like, I got to have uh, dinner with the sheriff, but like, let's go get a drink after. And this is when Jack reveals that Doug is still in the closet. Yeah. So it's like confirmed. Like, yeah. Ooh, there's tension here. Definitely tension. Yeah. And we also learned that Joe, Jen's staying at the Potter Beam. Yeah. Which is so cute. I love it. Yeah. So we go back to New York. This is, was also a deleted scene. Yeah. Joey's like trying to pack. And is like, is it going to be cold? And then Christopher says he'll be her fire. And she doesn't immediately break up with him. So I don't know what's happening here. It's so weird. And you're just like, I don't know. Like, I guess it's also one of those things where what was the direction here? Like, what are we supposed to take away from this relationship? Right. She doesn't seem into him in the slightest. Right. and, And like, I don't know how we would feel a connection with him just knowing him now. Although, like, obviously, because we know Doug, we really instantly buy into this yeah. relationship you know of doug and jack so on the one hand you're like i i just bought in with one kiss right um so i could do that maybe with another couple well, but not i mean this so, one mm-hmm, yeah i feel like it's possible for an actor to come in and be in just like one or two scenes and, really and you like, buy it in you, buy and you in, really yeah. like understand who that person is I totally agree and this one yeah. you're just like this guy sucks is he worse than Eddie? I mean, I don't know him as well, but kind of similar. Very similar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, on the other hand, like it, I guess like that to me really just proves how I've always felt that Joey's type is just like gaslighting assholes. Yeah. And that's why she never really could feel comfortable with Pacey. Right. Even though that's like her one true love, you know? Because yeah. she's like, is this love? <laughs> yes. Um, and and she as he goes to the shower, she finds an engagement ring in the drawer. A uh, giant one. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, does not look thrilled that <laughs> she has just found this. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Um, and then we go back to the ice house, like, the next day. So cute. Doug's yeah. there hanging out with Pacey. Having breakfast. Yeah. And, like, yeah, Pacey sits with him, and, like, Doug, we find out Doug eats for free at the ice house because he co-signed the loan yeah. that Pacey took out, and Which he I, invested money. I feel like it's really sweet to I see do too. Doug, like, investing in Pacey and believing in him. I do, too. I feel yeah. like it's a change for their relationship and also needed for the buy-in of... Doug and Jack too because right. you know Doug he's a minor character so that means he goes kind of wild much like Bessie we're like well okay <laughs> okay you're that person that yeah. yeah okay um and you know I've always or like in this particular rewatch Doug sometimes I'm like nope yeah, I nope. mean, yeah. Um, but that, this, that gun pulling in season one really looms large. Yes. Yes. Three years later, <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. still like, never Ooh. forget. <laughs> yeah. Never forget. Yeah, I yeah. did forget that, but I will never again. Never again. Oh, my yeah, God. exactly. So, and like, you know, even in season six, like, when we see him at the Christmas dinner, and he's just like, I, are you in, the, is your job on the up and up, you know? And like, him kind of like, not believing in Pacey and kind of yeah. having, they struggle a lot in their relationship in season six. But in this, we see them in a better place. And I, I just feel like so happy that Pacey has like people in his family believing in him and I investing agree. in him. And I agree. And I think that's really cool too. It's another way in which we're like, wow, Pacey's in a really good place. Yeah, he seems to be doing well for himself. Yeah. And like Pacey then asks asks about Jack. So we know that now mm-hmm. Pacey also knows about Jack and Doug. Totally. And I like, feel like it's super sweet too. Right. Until Doug is like, you know, I'm like kind of talks about their argument, but he's like, I'm not, I'm just not ready to don a feather boa. And I was like, okay, you should, A, because they're <laughs> fun. And second, like, 
God, this internalized homophobia is like a lot. Yeah, and um, so real. Like I don't know. I just felt I really bought into it. You know, it, I buy into it. It's just it's like a lot to stomach. And like Pacey's like, look, Jack is amazing, and he is absolutely not asking you to like do whatever yeah. this thing is that you're thinking like I he just, wants you to be comfortable i don't understand the point of being in the closet either like yeah. he also points out the other thing of like it's not like you like where you are doug right so, like what do you get out of this like right. what is the point of being in the closet and doug says this like very baby gay thing uh-huh. to say which is like i just like don't want this to define me yeah and it's like i get that and it both does and doesn't. Yeah, of you know? course. Yeah. <laughs> like anyone's sexuality. It yeah, both does and doesn't define you. Or relationship. Yeah. yeah. So then Doug's like, okay, enough about me. Yeah. And he's like, you, I have heard rumors about you and this lady. Like, you got to be fucking careful because, like, this husband is, like, bad news bears. Yeah. And... Pacey's like, oh, we're friends. And Doug's like, you absolutely are not. Do not fucking lie to me. <laughs> like, and he's also just like, you know, you've turned your whole life around. Like, look at you. Look yeah. at how successful you are. Look at what you're doing. You have this, like, ounce of bad boy stuff. Yeah. And, like, I don't get it. I know. Bad boy stuff was really tough to swallow because Doug's like, I don't get it. And it's like, oh, because he was raped and he's still reliving that trauma. And, like, had a fucking <laughs> and sheriff you, for a dad who, and like... And you yeah. uh, didn't believe that he was raped and, like, you know, took Miss Jacob's side. Um, and and you had a sheriff for a dad and he, like, bucks against ab- authority and... He yeah. physically abused Pacey. Yeah, there's um, a lot, yeah. Verbally abused him mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so, okay. But yeah, go on with that bad boy comment. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. I know. That was hard to watch. I mean, it's hard because like on the one hand, you see Doug being like, you turn your life around and I'm really proud of you yeah. and I like where you're at. But then the other rhetoric around it is like, like not everything's going to change. Yeah. And like, and I buy that. I, uh, yeah, totally, I definitely, totally. I get it. I buy that. I yeah. would be a tough pill to swallow if Doug wasn't being Yeah. If totally he was 100% wild. like, you're the best. Yeah. 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 So then we go to this car rental lot. And Dawson's oh, like, is that what it was? Yeah. I thought it was a gas station. So I was like, how did they bump into each other? No, no, no. It's a car rental. Oh, <laughs> car okay. Rentals. I mean, it looks not like any car rental lot yeah. that I usually go yeah. to, but it is one. And Dawson's on the phone and like, I'm going to write the season cliffhanger here. Like, I'm just going to do it myself. And he's like kind of taking the piss out of himself, like James Vanderbeek. Yeah. When he's like... Why does he want to talk to me? Doesn't he know I'm the writer and he's the actor and like I don't want to talk to him? And I was like, oh, that's a little that's a little nod towards James Vanderbeek. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, because he used to get like he used to get like a pr- script approval oh. basically. Oh. Some of the writers have talked about that where oh, like he wow. could like request changes in the script and shit. Wow. And like yeah. <laughs> Jeff Stepakoff's book goes into it and he was basically like, I've never heard of such a thing before or since. Mm. Um, but. Also, I just want to say Dawson seems like he kind of sucks as a TV boss. Um, so he can't get to his, into his car and like Joey's like, that's my car. <laughs> and they have this like so awkward moment. Yeah. That is like really like, again, it's hard. Like everyone knows it's hard for me to just care about this friendship because yeah. I just I don't desire this friendship whatsoever. No, no, no. Like there is no part of me. It's like, you know what I wish I had in my life? Someone who claims they're my best friend and I, we don't even know if we hug each other and we see each other. <laughs> like what? It's just like it's really hard to buy. Yeah. Um, and then also compared with this other friendship we just saw of like Jen seeing Jack and they're just like totally in love and part of each other's lives. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, but you know, soulmates right here. Yeah. Joey's plans changed and that's why she's here. And she tells him as much and they're just and like, cause she said, he says to her, Oh, I'm, sh- I, I can't believe you're here. My mom told you, told me you wouldn't come. Yeah. So like they didn't even talk. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. She told Gail and Gail told Dawson. Yeah. Joey's best friend, Gail. I know. <laughs> Your God. So, and she's like, um, yeah, can we hug? Because like, this is weird. <laughs> and they like, they like say that they've missed each other. And then, then Joey. she says the, such a wild thing that I, again, was like, why do we care about this friendship? Yeah. She's like, have you gotten any of my emails? <laughs> and unlike me, uh-huh. who... The reason that I'm not responding to your emails is because I don't check my personal email. Mm-hmm. And it's, it has nothing to do with whether or not I want to respond. It's that I'm a horrible correspondence yeah. person. Yeah. No, no, no. Dawson's not like, no. oh, I've been so busy. I'm so sorry. He's yeah. like, oh, yes, I yeah. have read your emails. I have. I've read those. <laughs> yeah. I just He's like, didn't reply to them. I didn't know how to respond. And then I don't do it and I feel terrible. And I was like, okay, that is actually relatable. That part. If you actually agree with you on that. But again, it just, it's believable, but it's not believable for how they frame this fucking friendship. I agree. I agree with you. It's so hard to care about these two. And I I think that we're supposed to be like, yeah, but that's the point. Dawson and Joey, they don't have to talk and they just know each other. And you're like, that isn't even true either. (laughs) That seems to be not true. That is not true. And I'll have more to say on it later because it's just not true and like it continues to not be yes, true. yes <laughs> like what like i don't know like i definitely think there are friends in your life that you don't talk to and then when you do you do like yeah. pick right up and everything but like and you do understand them and know them in this way that other people don't but i just don't see that between the two of them yeah and it's so bizarre because I actually feel like when Dawson and Joey were at their best, Kevin Williamson was writing them. Right, right. So you're like, why is this happening? Yeah. Yeah. And then we get some mass hole, um, like honking and yelling at them for yeah. taking too long. <laughs> so funny. It's hilarious. So they're like, oh, we Joey's go. like, ah, I'll go. Yeah. And then we hear like the person is still on the other end of the cell phone. Right. Like yelling at Dawson. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, Oof. I don't know. Like, I mean... Like, I guess now that we've checked in with all of our characters Uh and we see where they're all at, you know, we're kind of like, okay, they're all seemingly doing okay. Mm -hmm. But then they have this twist about them, you know? Um, And Dawson's twist, I guess, is that he doesn't have any friends. Yeah, and seems like seemingly Joey doesn't either. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. So Dawson then walks into Leary Manor. Yeah. Gail just so excited. So excited. I love Gail. She looks so great. And finally, this is where we find out that Gail's the one getting married. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so and I was like, so Joey bought Gail curtains for her wedding. Know, a choice. A choice. Her a friend. Hmm. And it's not that someone bought, like, again, it's not about buying, it's a Joey bought Gail <laughs> curtains. Yes. Like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I know Kevin Williams wrote this and Maggie Freeman had to guide him, but she must have had to pick her battle. She, I'm sure she, she was did. like, yeah, Maggie, I'm just, just going to let, anytime. I'm going to let that one go. Yeah. <laughs> Even if we're done with this podcast, we'll totally interview yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Lily then comes down and is like so excited and she's like a legit kid. She's such a cutie. Yeah. Yeah. But then she's like, oh, Dawson, I got Annie Hall on DVD. And I was like, oof. It's funny oof. to me because like 
we were sold for so long that Dawson was special because he liked movies. Yeah. And then we just see that, like... Lily's here. Here's Lily. Yeah. And that, like, that was the thing about him. It's not like his parents got him into it. He just did right. it on his own. But now we're supposed to be like, oh, no, it's a Leary kid trait. I don't right. know. Something about that. I was just like... It's weird. I I know that we're supposed to think it's something that Dawson and Lily bond over, yeah, and yeah. so that they actually do have this this real like siblingship and connection. But something about it was like kind of eroded the the specialness of Dawson. Yeah. So she like leaves to go set up the DVD player, and Dawson looks at Gail and is like Annie Hall, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I mean maybe too young, possibly. <laughs> Gail's wild. She's always been wild. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so in Dawson's old room, Gail has like now made it a shrine to the creek. I know. I was like, which I think is funny. I was having this question in my head. I was like, did Gail put those posters up or did Dawson? <laughs> I I give Dawson the benefit of the doubt that Gail put them up, but that's a good question. That's a good question. Gail, uh, not like Anne um, Callahan, who five seconds after I left, tore everything down oh, from yeah. my room and my remodeled it. <laughs> definitely were like, nope, you're gone, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See ya. Thanks so much. Please don't move back in. Yeah. <laughs> so he picks up this picture of him and Joey, Dawson does, mm-hmm. and like is like smiley about it. I'm like, oof. And it, again, I'm like, I just don't know what I'm supposed to think here. Also, it might be a, a picture from the, the like um j crew ad oh yeah i don't even think it's a real oh, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. really a promo photo yeah. it's like from the j crew ad they did yeah and it's just hard to know like what we're supposed to think about like i know yeah. that like again it's like yeah dawson still pines for joey because he is currently writing an entire television show about yeah, like we've already established that he doesn't really have time for a personal life so it would you know, yeah, it makes sense. I was still pines after her. Get that he's like, oh yeah, remember when I did have a personal life? <laughs> but like, we saw him date someone else. Yeah, totally. right after everything happened. You know, with and him. seemingly is dating someone in L.A. I mean, right. we heard about. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe he's not that serious about her, but at least you know. Yeah, I mean, is like getting laid sometimes or something. Yeah, taking someone to dinner. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of sad. Yeah. So then we go to the B and B. Oh. This All the girls are scene. gossiping. This is also a cut scene, but it's great. We've yeah. got Bessie, Joey, Grams, and Jen just yeah. sitting around a table gossiping. About cri- what happened with Christopher. Yeah. And like Joey's like, I don't know. I found the ring. I left. Like, I don't know. I don't know, know what to do. Yeah, and, and, to do. and Bessie, classic Bessie's like, how big was the ring? <laughs> yeah. Go on. And, then, and Jen's like, what did what? you say to him? How did this go down, <laughs> yeah, girl? Yeah, I yeah. know your vibe. And Joey's like, I don't know. I just didn't know what to do. And Graham's is like, girl, if you left when you were confronted with the idea of a ring, sounds like this guy isn't for you. Yeah. And then Joey's like, but he's perfect. If he's not for me, then who is? And you're like, I just want a definition of perfect yeah, from you. Yeah. It's like he's perfect on paper, basically. That's what like, she says. And you're but like, I'm like, how? Not to me. How? <laughs> know, yeah. Like, he doesn't, like, support you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I guess it's one of those things that we've complained about throughout this podcast is that like that like kind of the way that it's supposed to be like enemies to lovers and so that that your love story should be about like a dude just chiding you the whole time right and it's like so exhausting to watch after all this time i agree with you totally and i also think that like not just that point but also that she's like i'm an editor and he's a writer and he's Mm -hmm. like smart and cynical and like that's my jam and it's like this thing of like i feel like 
is it though? Because I think I the person that you maybe were happiest with is not smart and cynical. He's smart, but not cynical. Right. And like, I don't know, like. Yeah, or it just, it just doesn't make sense. Cause you're like, well, when has that worked for you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I guess that's a better way of saying um, And also like, I guess it's really hard for me because it, you're, I don't know. You're like, don't you just want someone to be nice to you? I mean, I think when you're our age, yeah, that's yeah. what you want. And I think like when you're 24 or 25, like, I don't know. I think I wanted that less then. God. I mean, now I'm like, that's all I want. But <laughs> back then I was like, she's like, <laughs> isn't I just he want- so roguish and brooding? And he's and, like the you know. cynical yeah. writer guy. And you're like, those aren't even character traits. Right. Right. You you haven't actually said how you connect with this person. Yeah. 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 So she's like, so um, everyone looks around it's, when Joey's like, if, if he's not the one, then who is? Everyone's kind of like, bitch, what? And we see like Grams and Jen are just like gently holding hands with each other. I mean, and it is just like the sweetest, most special thing you're going to see. Like, oh my God. I agree. But also I want to say, Joey is like, what, 25, 24 in this? Yeah. And she's like, if he's not perfect, who is the perfect one? And I'm like, you're 25. Please don't think about this right now. We're also just like so annoying that it's like perfect guy. Yeah, It's yeah. like, well, that's a lot of pressure to put on even the guy. Like, no one's perfect. Right. So Graham's like leaves to finish unpacking and Bessie kind of helps her. And she does look very fragile. Yeah. And it's such a good job of acting. I know. It leaves Jen and Joey to themselves. And like at first, Joey's like, how, you know, like, how's Graham's? How's she yeah. doing? Jen's like, you know, not, not great. Yeah. But she's like determined to be a great grandmother to Amy. So she's like fighting. And like Joey is downright sweet in this moment. I know. It's like, it's, it's like, so couldn't we have bittersweet yeah, to watch? We have it all? Yeah. yeah. And also, we, I guess we don't even get to watch a cut scene, but it's so bittersweet yeah. to see this like friendship between them. And yeah. I, you and know, this tenderness. Oh my God. And I just think that like you just buy, you're so thirsty for the friendship between the two yeah. of them that you see it throughout this episode. And you're like, oh, couldn't we have had more of this? Yeah. And Jen's just like, this must be so hard. And like, or Joey says, this must be so hard. And Jen's like, yeah, like she's tired and, you know. So am I. Yeah, so am I. And Joey's like, go like nap. I'm going to, I'll watch Amy for you. It's like, so sweet. Yeah, I really like them in this, in this whole episode, actually. Yeah, I really like them. I agree. So <sighs> Jack and Doug are busy fulfilling the gay stereotype of couples that work out together. I know. It's so cute. And they're like running on like the beach, probably by Miss Jacob's old house. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. And like Jack's like, or, or Doug's like, well, so I booked us a weekend away next weekend. Yeah. And Jack's like, I don't like want a weekend away. I know. Away. And Doug's like, sorry, I did something nice for you. I know. And Jack's like, yeah, but the thing is, what would be nice for me is if we could just be here in Cape Side and like go shopping and like do random shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He does say that they live in a post Will and Grace world. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you think people care about who you sleep with? And I was like, oh, Jack. Yes, people do, <laughs> but like I, but I get this, and like it, it's such a real fight. Like this is so real. I think, I think for so, queer people, yeah. and like you know, I, I'm really mixed about it because like for the, on the one hand, like to Jack, I would say like don't push people to come out of the closet. Like 
Well, people I also ready. think it's real in the sense that it's like, well, then I just can't be with you anymore. Absolutely. I was going to say, don't push people to out, come out of the closet. But yeah. this is also 100% a reason to break up. Yeah, no, I, I totally believe, I totally agree with you. Like, I don't think he should then be like, oh, my boyfriend dug and like pushed right. and like forced dug out. But at the same time, it's like, I can't do this anymore. Right. And like, you know, and, and it's hard because I don't like Doug is really hard for me to get behind. Like I obviously understand his fear of coming out, but I just see him having no space for, for Jack, you know, and yeah. Jack's feelings. So you're kind of like, mm, it's a very real fight. <laughs> yeah, I oh, very totally. much understand it, but it's yeah. so obvious that Doug is in the wrong here. Yeah. But like, and cause then he like really gets kind of yeah. mean and nasty. Cause he, yeah, cause Jack's just kind of like your family knows they don't care. Yeah. Like I, like why can't we just be out? We're having an affair, but we're not married. Yeah. And Doug just tells him. Yeah. Okay. Just a fair warning that I'm going to use the anti-gay F word. Yeah. Um, but like Doug says, not everyone was a fag at 15 <laughs> and it's not so easy for some of them. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and Jack is too real too. He's like, wow. Yeah. I can't believe you fucking said that. Yeah. And he's like, you know, the, you were, first of all, you were, but you just never stopped hating yourself because of that, yeah, which also like, is so fucking real too. Yeah, it's like, totally. Don't be homophobic to me. Well, and, like, it's so interesting because, like, you know, I have a lot of discomfort in using that word, but, like, because it's not my word to co-opt or whatever. But, like, I think it's so, like, the fact that, like, Doug says it like that, like, and I'm totally, I'm, like, so supportive of my, you know, gay male friends who call each other that or call themselves that, like, do it fine. Like, you know, and they do it in a playful way and in a, like, you know, in in a way that's, like, sort of taking that word back. Um, But, like, the way Doug says it is, like, with a vitriol where I'm just like, holy shit, dude. No, he's hurling it at Jack to hurt him. Right. Um, And, you know, at himself, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's very clear what's happening here. And, like, you know, you like again I just totally am there with Jack in the sense of like I want to be with you and I'm not trying to force you out of the closet but at the same time I'm not trying to be back in there right so that's how this is gonna go right and you kind of have no leg to stand on to argue about that yeah I mean that's a breakup moment yeah Yeah. so we go to the ice house Pacey's like greeting customers and we get this music cue of If by Dragmatic which is a callback because it's the same song that plays when Casey sees Joey at the graduation party in 422 yes yes and once again to this song Casey sees Joey yeah she's like walking with an umbrella and it's just so wild because it's like you have to compare this scene side by side with Joey and Dawson seeing each other and like it's just like why is there a choice here? There isn't one. Because he sees her. His entire face lights yes. up. Yes. He runs up and hugs her. Like, spin around. Yeah. There is no awkwardness. There's no. only love and excitement. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, everyone, this is Joey Potter. She's yeah. a Cape Side alum. And, like, yeah. she's just, like, he's just so happy she's there. And she's super she's like oh my god Pacey like this is is this your restaurant like you did all this yeah and like it kind of bummed me out it was her first time seeing it yeah I agree 
But like he offers her food and then they like there's a poster of the creek. So yeah, they have which just like I little. I also thought was really sweet because again, where we've left them yeah. is Joey kind of being like them Pacey acknowledging, or maybe Dawson did, like, it's funny. I'm finally realizing this. Like, we just wanted her and all she wanted was us to be friends. And it's like, no, uh Pacey want knew that. You right, know? right. Um, and Pacey's there like being like supporting Dawson and being like, Oh yeah, yeah, this show, my friend wrote this show kind of like furthering like what we're saying that like, he's like, Oh, this is my friend and the show he makes. And to, so it's weird to see Joey not kind of have that same element of um, support for Dawson and his project. Yeah. And Dawson and like, you know, I've, you know, I said the same thing. Dawson, Pacey never stopped trying to be Dawson's friend. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, how are you ha- handling the fact that, like, our lives are being portrayed on TV every week? Yeah. And Pacey's just like, man, I'm thankful, man. Like, he could have yeah. done me so dirty and, like, he didn't. So it's great and, like, whatever. And they just, like, hug and, you know, it's been too long. And then, of course, as they're hugging... Dawson it's so wild. <laughs> he, like, I'm just so happy to see you. And he yeah. hugs her again. And like, and like, again, comparing it to the other scene, you're like, there is no choice here. Like, I know. I know. Some and people then, have chemistry. <laughs> yeah. And also just like a real friendship. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no like, what should we do now? It's like, he's like, I'm excited to see you. Let's hug. Like, you know, yeah, like, you need food. Like, like, let me, yeah. I, you know, whatever. And she knows that this is like his restaurant and yeah. she knows kind of what he's up to and stuff like that. Um, you know, we we can't imagine that he doesn't like ans- not answer her emails or whatever. Sure. And then we get this like it's such a like stressful because we have PTSD yeah. like scene, especially the way that they um, film it. Yeah. Where like they're hugging and then it just like cuts to Dawson looking over their shoulder, yeah, yeah. It's like and the you just get like a fat yeah a season three flash. Yeah, yeah. And like this director who directed this episode, he directed True Love. Like yeah. he definitely directed a lot of from you know those yeah. moments or whatever and it's like super stressful to watch because like you're just like even james vanderbeek you're like why did he do that face yeah. totally i don't know luckily like it goes to commercial really quick and then when we come back luckily jen and jack follow, follow up, up dawson yeah. and so you know they also like arrive and like we have this like real old friends hug each other moment it's so exciting and then again i'm just wanted like i know i'm just doubling down on this but like the worst hello of the whole show is dawson and joey yeah absolutely because Pacey is just so amped to see Jen. So he picks amped her to up. see Jack. I know. Jack gives Joey this big squeeze. Yeah. And then like Dawson and Jen have actually like a really lovely little peck uh, kiss, like yeah. a peck kiss hello. And they hug like two people who mean something to each yes. other. Yes. And even Dawson's like super excited to see Jack, you know? Yeah. And then Pacey like picks up Jack and twirls him a little yes. bit. It's like so great. Yes. And he's like, Pacey's like, open bar for everyone. And I was like, now hold on. I my know. Dude. <laughs> everyone of your friends. Yeah. All your friends um, yeah. It's so funny. And like Dawson and Jack have this nice hug. And jo- Joey and Jen like put their arms around each other and go off to the table. Yeah. And and so you just see this like real like camaraderie and friendship and love and like that felt really real to me that like at 25 any like residual awkwardness between any of them that's not Dawson and Joey like is gone yeah and I guess that's just why it bummed me out that there was awkwardness between Dawson and Joey because like 
they didn't have awkwardness in season six when we were supposed to believe that they did. Right. You know, where like she's like, I don't want to, I don't want this to happen. And, and you know, it's kind of like a weird vibe between <laughs> yeah. them, rightfully so. But then all of a sudden they're like talking again. And you're like, what is, where are they? Yeah, What's yeah. going on? And so to like, to have even Joey, Joe, Josephine Potter yeah. be chill with Jen, be yeah. like totally fine seeing all these people, you know, and to have it be so awkward between the two of them, you're like, why? And it, what was that choice, I guess, is hard because. Yeah. Why? <laughs> right. Why couldn't they just be fine? Right. Well. Yeah. And I have a hard time saying which is my favorite scene in this episode, but th- I think it's this one. Okay. It's, it's a good one. It's so good. It's a good one. It's so good. They all just sit around drunk. Drinking. Talking <laughs> about memories. Yeah, the yeah. show actually remembers. I was like, Kevin Williamson wasn't even on the show all this time when he remembers yeah, this yeah. stuff. I mean, like, I know he didn't, but you know what I mean. Joey's like, do you remember, Jack, when I drew you for in the art class? <laughs> and then, and then Jen like, pops in. It's you got a boner. <laughs> so funny. And Jack like, kind of brushes it off. And He's like, like, yeah, well, if I had stolen Dawson's soulmate, he would have never let me live it down. And then it's like, womp, womp. Like, <laughs> Pacey's like, like he Pacey has like the perfect face yeah and so does Dawson to be honest like I agree I agree yeah and then like Jen brings up the time this I'm not so thrilled with that Pacey was quote sleeping with a teacher yeah and still couldn't get A's and I was like the thing that has aged the worst on Dawson's Creek oh yeah is the not just that storyline but the commitment to that it was a relationship yeah but we do get kind of like a re- telling of it later on yeah i agree and then pacey's like i don't know dawson and eve like i loved it i love it we don't it. mention that she was maybe jen's half sister like that, that part, ignore that well, she, only dawson knows no that. i thought he told jen didn't he tell jen we don't know what he told jen okay all right so then jen i guess bring, you're yeah. i thought jen knew yeah maybe she no he doesn't tell jen he tells the mom and then the yeah. mom tells Jen that she had a, she kid. Had a kid but so she didn't necessarily not, say it was okay. Eve right. yeah so then Jen brings up Abby Morgan and everyone goes or Joey brings up Abby Morgan and everyone goes quiet Jen does it oh yeah. Jen does and Joey's like oh is that not funny yet yeah Jen's yeah. like not funny yet and Joey's like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> which I also kind of felt surprising but um particularly after yeah uh, the drunk and I know yeah <laughs> And then, like, you know, we hear about Audrey finally. Yeah, it's cute. Jack's like, what's up with Audrey? Which, like, is cute, but then... And I know they just do it for this episode, but then it kind of bummed me out that, like, Jack didn't know. Yeah. And, like, Joe... But Joey does, you know? She's doing with John Mayer, and she's dating someone who she calls the anti-Pacey, which also bummed me out that they reduced Audrey to that. Like, at this point, she would have dated Pacey, like, six years ago. Okay, that is almost my exact note. I refuse to believe Audrey still cares about that shit five years later. Yeah. And also that, like, the anti-Pacey, like, she's so mad at Pacey. Like, they were kind of okay by the end of the season. Yeah, the final scene of the two of them, they're good, and they kind of, like, have this, they're at a detente, and, like, actually, you kind of feel, like, because Pacey has, you know, put on the table always that he would be friends with an ex, so you kind of felt like she she was willing to take that friendship yeah, totally. um, in whatever way she was comfortable with. Totally. So, and then we hear that Andy is finishing. It's her- actually really sweet because Dawson asks like, um, oh yeah. Cause 
Jack's like, speaking of ex people that Pacey dated, like something about Andy. And then Dawson's like, how is Andy? And like, I just want to give Dawson credit because I don't enough that he actually asks about someone who isn't himself Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like seemed interested. And like, it kind of highlights what I've always loved is that like, they actually did have a good friendship. Yeah. um, Dawson and Andy. And I've always said that I would have loved to see them, you know, together more. Um, Yeah. And she's, we've learned that Andy's finishing her her residency residency. at Mass Gen. And Uh like, so I was like, oh, she didn't become a publicist as predicted in 404. Yeah, I definitely felt like a doctor was a wild card. Yeah. Even at the time, I was like, huh, okay. But also, (laughs) but whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Um, So Joey thanks Pacey then for reopening this place. She's like, I really missed it. And he goes, just amazing. It's so funny. He's like, no problem. If your dad hadn't burned it down, it'd still be yours. I know. It's so (laughs) cute. Like, I think Pacey is the only person who could say something like that to Joey. And then Jen reveals how drunk she is. And she goes to Dawson. Remember when I de-virginized you? It's hilarious. It's so perfect. And I love it so much. And I just wish we could have gotten like a drunk Jen in the way we got drunk Joe. I agree. The only time we really see Jen drunk is really sad. It's always, yeah, it's always kind of sad. Yeah. So Jack's like, on that note, I think it's time to go. And she kind of like picks Jen up to carry her Yeah, he carries her over his shoulder. And she like, then, oh, oh, we take a dark turn. Yeah. Because she like lifts her head up off of Jack's back and is like, Remember the time my boyfriend knocked me up and left me to raise a baby all on my own? And everyone kind of just stops for a second. And then Jack's like, okay, we'll see you at the wedding. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Are we supposed to think it was CJ? I don't know. Like, maybe. I mean, there's a part of me that's like, I don't know that I care, Uh like, who it is. But here's what I care about. I want to say, first of all, Michelle Williams, a brilliant actress. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the fact that Jen never got happiness for a prolonged period of time in this show, I think is, like, an absolute fucking misstep, tragedy. Even in the finale, she doesn't. Like, I don't know. It's not, like... It's, it's not, so fucked up. And even the following scene of this, or the f- moment of this, she's like, you all are the best friends I've ever had, and I love you. And and they don't say I love you back. Right. And, like, I complained about it with Henry. It's like, I could have been, like, that's one of the main reasons why I hate Henry, is that we have to live through this horrible storytelling. Yeah. And then she says she loves him, and he doesn't even ever say it back to right. her. You know? And, like, even with the... I love Dawson and Jen, and I've only loved them more on this rewatch. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't we just have gotten a, like, I love you between the two of them? Great question. You know? Honestly, they're one of the better portrayed relationships on the show. Totally. So, like, that would have really helped the show, too. And, like, my thing is, like, or even in this episode, right? Yes. Like, like listen, I know it's probably not a spoiler if you're listening to us that they're about to break our hearts with Jen. Well, we've already revealed it on the Wikipedia reading. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, you know, Jen's going to die. And my thing is, like, what if you broke our hearts in this way and she was also in a committed relationship? I know. Like, how does that change anything? Why does this part have to be sad, too? I know. You know what I mean? Or, like, don't kill her. Don't break our hearts this way and let her end up with Dawson. I know. That's what so many people have emailed us and said, like... I'm just still so bummed that she didn't end up with Dawson. Well, and, like, have it be, like, this thing of, like, 
you know, Joey and Dawson deal with their shit finally uh-huh. and realize what they are to each other, which is like people who meant something so deep to each other in childhood and yeah. like still mean something to each other, but not in the same way. And like Dawson being like, look, like I do make this show, but also like I want a life. Yeah. And I love you. Mm-hmm. Like I would have loved that. And it, and so anyway, whatever. So she's like, yeah, so they leave and, you know, she says goodnight. She's just so sweet, like, yeah. in this scene. So sweet. And then... And Pacey, like, kicks everyone out. He's yeah. like, all right, get the hell out of here to Dawson and Joey. And Dawson's like, I'll give you a ride home. And Joey's like, nah. I want to walk. <laughs> it's kind of funny to me. I know. And then they finally hug for the first time. Like, she says goodbye and then they finally hug. Yeah. And we see, like, Dawson kind of stick around and... and and chill with Pacey, which like again, you're you're kind of like, okay, Dawson's yeah. making an effort to be friendly to Pacey, and I kind of like that. Totally. And Pacey's like, God, that girl you cast for Joey, she's no Joey, right? Because he's like, man, that woman is amazing, and you like did not cast the right person. Yeah. And he's Dawson's like, like, well, yeah, that's true. He's like, but how's Petey? And Pacey's like, I don't care, Petey's fine, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know. And then Pacey pulls this question from Castaways where he asks Dawson, are you happy? Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's kind of sweet that you can see what Pacey learned from Joey. Yeah. Yeah. And Dawson's like, I mean, the stock answer is yes. Or I yeah. sound like a whiny Hollywood brat. And Pacey's like, yeah, but you're talking to me. I know. And it, that kind of broke my heart that, again, like Dawson couldn't really put tears of friendship and he never really felt like Pacey was someone to confide in. Yeah. But I also don't know if he ever really confided in Joey. Like, I just really think the only person we see him confide in in the whole show is Jen and and Gail. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And maybe Gretchen for Mm -hmm. a part of season four. Yeah, Dawson is like, I don't know. Like, he's definitely – he's talking about how he feels a little bit conflicted that he has this show, but he doesn't know if he's, like, like, he wants it. Right. And he and Dawson asks Pacey, like, well, how about you? And Pacey's like, I'd be miserable if I was happy. Yeah. Which also was kind of heartbreaking to me, too. Yeah. Because that is true. And it is what we saw where, like, you know, Pacey got Joey, quote unquote, and like he just. He just couldn't. He choked, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, they both did, but he did, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, he kind of feels like he he doesn't think he could even handle being happy. I think it's an authentic feeling and very real, but it it did bum me out. Yeah. And they give, like, each other a hug, and they're like, okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. So we cut then to the Potter B&B. Jack's, like, changing Amy, and Jen's taking pills. Yeah. And he Jack finds a bottle of pills and, yeah. like, asks about them, and Jen's like, oh, they're grams, like, just in yeah, case. Yeah, it kind of bums me out that yeah. she lied to him. Yeah, I know. And Jack's like, God, do you think you can do this alone? Yeah. Like, you know, kind of talking Your about parent? Amy. Yeah. And Jen's like, you know, I used to think I couldn't do it, but, like, now I just can't imagine my life without her. Yeah. And and Jack's like, you're the one that's changed the most. And I was like, that's always been true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the whole, the whole series. Yeah. And he's like, man, like, what the fuck am I doing in Cape Side? Like, what sane man, gay man moves to a suburb? Yeah. A lot of them, Jack. Um, and Jen's like, 
I don't know. I don't think this is about Cape Side. Like, you're frustrated about Doug. Yeah. And he, and Jack's like, I feel like I'm in the closet, but it's not even my closet. Yeah. So you know, real, yeah. Which is super real. And, you know, Jen's kind of like, you should give him time. And Jack's just like, I don't think that I want to. Like, yeah. why should I do that? And, and, you know, Jen's so soft and, like, understanding. She's like, you know, he's so scared. And... Jack's like, I just I just don't get like what's to be scared of. And then Jen fucking breaks me <laughs> and is like being scared of what's real. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. And and Jen's like, you know, you say I've changed, but I went kicking and screaming. Yeah. I'm like yeah. anything worth it, it's it takes that kind of energy. Yeah, she's like, I've been dragged into my like wisdom and like, you know, this this growth. And, you know, he's like, I think you are a superhero. You're uh-huh. amazing. I'm gonna buy you a cape. And he's like, she's like, you can be my sidekick, my boy wonder. Yeah. And he says, anytime. And I just love them so much. I know. It's a cute callback to boy wonder. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, they're really sweet. And it's like a really authentic friend moment where like I know Jen kind of is on Jack's side, but yeah. she's also trying to be like, are you considering all these other options? Yeah. And, like, and like, kind of you- like weighing in. And that, again, that's like to compare to the friendship we're supposed to think is the one we desire in our life. Like, I, I just never really see that energy out of either Joey or Dawson yeah. towards each other. Like, you know, when, when Dawson erupts at um, Pacey in season six, you know, Joey goes to Pacey and, and explains Dawson's feelings, but we don't really see Joey go explain Pacey's feelings, right. you know, and kind of like give that other point of view or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I just, I've never really seen Dawson be like too much of an empathetic person, um, right. you know, throughout the whole series. Right. Uh, so it is such a sweet friend moment. I agree. It's um, great. And why we just love this friendship. Agreed. Um, so speaking of Dawson and Joey, yeah. we go to Dawson's room, he's writing and he hears someone like coming up the ladder yeah. and he grabs his laptop like he's going to hit them with it. And then Joey like drunkenly falls into the window. <laughs> so cute. I know. She's like, that's wasn't, it wasn't as easy as it once was. And I was like, relatable. <laughs> and she starts complaining about a thing that is like just so annoying to me but also real about small town people like losing small businesses and you're like well that's what happened when nimbyism makes rents yeah. rise yeah. and like you know you can't keep keep rental properties to have people like support these small businesses um so because she's mad that there's mcdonald's yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was like, such like, a real santa cruz moment it was yes she's like i was walking to the bmb and like just kept walking because i was like hadn't been home in so long and there's a mcdonald's and like what the fuck? She's like all mad, which totally um, I will recall your reaction when Santa Cruz got a target. Well, I was like, she <laughs> was pissed Well, because I was like, why can't we have a target here? And everyone's like, because we don't have chains. And I was like, that's absolutely untrue, though. There's CVS, Walgreens. What are you talking? There's Costco. There's, yeah. there's so like, what are you talking about? It's like a bold face lie. Yeah. We have to drive so far for something that makes your life easier. Yeah. Like, OK, but you die on that horse about only having small businesses. Yeah, You're like, totally. it's, it's such a, it's they just, have it now. It's just hypocritical. And yes. I, I have a hard time with hypocrisy hypocrisy yeah well like that um so you know dawson's like all excited that she's come and he's like i want to hear about your life mm-hmm. and like yeah you this know. really like 
just really bummed me out. <laughs> like, also, like, I don't say it enough, but it bummed me out for, like, the Dawson and Joey stands. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that a lot of times because they just, like, deserved more. You I know. Um, and we already said that at the beginning of season six. But, like, just for him to be like, so what's going on with your life? Yeah, what's happening what's in Joey happening? And you're like. <laughs> I haven't responded to one of your emails. Uh, like, Catch me up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. That really, like, broke my heart that, like, yeah. he kind of had didn't really know anything that she was up to unless yeah. like it was something Gail told him. Right, right, right. And I and I was just like again, like, oh, we should aspire to have this friendship. Right. And we go then to the ice house where Pacey's locking up and this dude approaches him. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, like you're you know, he figures it out pretty quick that this is his girlfriend's husband. Yeah, this is so fucked up. It's super dark. Like it it's like Pacey deserves violence because he fucked someone. Yeah. And, um, or if he's had an attraction to someone and you're kind of like, how many times have we seen this? Um, a number. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's really tough to watch. Like as much as we talk about like the real fucked up stuff that happens to the women on the show that have sex, we see anytime Pacey has sex with someone, it's a real, like he gets violence towards him, you know? Uh, and just even the simple act of kissing Joey Dawson almost kills him. Right. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, at first he thinks it's just one guy and he's like, all right, well, do you, give me your best. Like, I deserve it. And then like two other guys come up and they start like beating the shit out of Pacey. And like, you know, I don't like the police or advocate for any kind of like carceral stuff. But on the other hand, like his brother is a fucking sheriff. I agree. Like these people need to be, they're assaulting him. Right. They need to be in jail. They need to have some kind of repercussion. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, we're just supposed to be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. You fucked his wife. And you're like, what? First of all, get this wife out of the situation. Looks very dangerous. (laughs) Looks very unsafe for her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Okay. And, like, let's get these people off the streets, you know? Like, oh, my God. So then we get this music cue of Edwin McCain's I'll Be, which, Uh of course, is a big season one song. Yeah, yeah. And in Dawson's room, like, Joey's telling him how she met Christopher and like you know she had to proof his book and they bickered and argued so much that they started dating and they've been fighting ever since and i was like huh it it's too much for me to swallow because yeah. i just like i can't i fucking hate this i hate this storytelling i've hated it you know the whole of the show and you know i, I think that joey and pacey did it so exquisitely and i right. also think because there wasn't vitriol behind andy it. and pacey did it really exquisitely again yeah you know and so and then them trying to recreate it it's very hard because that's not even what happened with dawson like she didn't have like a banter with him like that that was no you know a, a bickering like that no. so to have this be like that's that's how true love stories are born. It's like, ugh. Totally. Um, and like, I do like this moment where Dawson's like, is it serious? And you see him really wanting to make this space for the friendship he thinks he has with Joey. Yeah. And then she doesn't take it. And it, it like really bummed me out that like, he's there trying and I get it why she doesn't think he's he's real when he's saying is it serious like that she could actually tell him the truth because like he has been so horrific to her in the past about you mean about him like maybe asking her to get married 
he says, no, Dawson says to Joey, is it serious? Right. And then and she, she can't answer. She it. says, we're at a moment when it is or it isn't. Well, she, when it, she, why don't you tell your best friend? She told Jen, I found a ring. Right, right, right. That's what I was asking. Sorry, I was just trying to clarify. Oh, yeah. That like yeah. Dawson's kind of asking to catch up with her and opening the space to like, you know, get to know her, more going on in her life. And Joey can't take it. She can't tell him that maybe that there's a ring yeah even though he hasn't she hasn't been asked but yeah she found yeah yeah yeah. and okay. also it's sad to me and i've always felt this way that joey doesn't seek advice from her friends you know she's in this situation yeah. and she's like well he's perfect what do i do and everyone's like looking around like i'm not going to tell you because every time i tell you something you right kind of get it feels like bessie's the only one she like goes to for advice ever when in the few times that she does go to someone for advice yeah yeah and even then, Bessie's all over the place. So that's totally. probably why she goes for advice. Totally. So she's like, you know, she what about you in LA? She changes the subject to Dawson's yeah. favorite subject. Yeah. What about you in LA? Are you dating anyone kind of? And he's like, no, I'm committed to the show and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you know, this is your moment. You got to seize it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, this is what you've always wanted. And you're living your dream and there's time for the rest. And yeah. I was like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. And he's like, yeah, I mean, like, sometimes I just, like, don't know what I'm doing. Like, And that part kind of bummed me out, too, because he's not living his dream. Right. Because And then he says, he kind of says as yeah. much, right? He's like, I'm running a teen soap. I can't get a meeting with Spielberg, even though that's who I wanted to be. And yeah. then, you know, Joey says possibly the line of this episode and maybe the series, which is dreams aren't perfect. They come true, not free. Yeah. So, um, but it kind of, like, I guess it just bummed me out that like, she doesn't, I don't know. Like, I feel like this, that's the thing you could tell your best friend of like, look, I know I should be grateful for this, but this isn't really my dream. Right. You know, like I, I'm happy. I get how lucky I am. I'm happy I'm doing it, but it's not my dream. My dream, what right. you know that my dream is to make films and to be this like blockbuster filmmaker. Yeah. And I'm making a teen soap and I get it. Like I, I, I'm not complaining about making the teen soap, but I'm telling my best friend yeah. that I'm in the, I don't know. I don't have anyone else to talk to about this because I, if I talk to someone in LA, yeah, it's you fucked can. up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> totally. So I'm talking to my best friend about like, this isn't really my dream and I feel bad saying that. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it, like that kind of bummed me out to see this, him not really have anyone to talk to about that. Yeah. I mean, I guess my thing is like, I don't think that these two people are friends. So like, mm-hmm. I, it makes, it makes complete sense that they're not telling each other. The I definitely truth. agree with you, but they think they're friends. I know, I know. And yeah. I, and like, you know, I, I, I am going to defend Dawson in a sense where like, I do see him try to have the friendship he wants and then Joey just be like kind of wild, you know? And like, I get it because he's been so wild to her, but like, I don't know. I just feel like I don't even attempt, I don't see her attempting to understand what he's saying. Yeah. I think that she does what she always does and that she's always done in their friendship is just be like, you're amazing. Yeah. I love everything you do. (laughs) You're a king. No one will be better than you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And like, so this line, dreams aren't perfect. They come true, not free. Uh-huh. Um, he says, nicely put, and she says someone famous said it. So on the commentary, Kevin Williamson says that dreams aren't perfect is from Woody Allen. Oh. Barf. Uh-huh. But they come true, not free is from Stephen Sondheim, RIP. Oh. And I do like that. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah. Um, so Dawson and is, Albie is still playing and you're like, dear God, yeah. this 
episodes coming with all the bangers. All the bangers. We well, haven't even heard wait. half of them. Just you wait. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, God, I'm tired. And she's like, all right, I'm going to leave. And he's just like, no, no, no. Like, in well, at general. First he, oh, yeah. And then he's like, okay, I'll give you a ride. And he like stands up to go. And he's like, you know what? I'm beat. Just sleep here. I just, I just, like, not on the couch. He doesn't offer to go to the couch. There's not an extra room, apparently. Yeah. Like, okay. And, like, does, at this point, I have to ask, Uh does Joey get in this bed with her shoes on? Well, that's what I was wondering on the live watch. And I was just like, I just can't go there because that also means she's been lying on the bed all this time with her like shoes not on. telling him what's going on with her life with her shoes on you know um and i just can't think about that yeah. but it, it was it did cross my mind yeah yeah i know so we get the same positioning and lines from the pilot where it's like yeah and it was one that you know and, it, and dawson's like she's like i don't know that's weird and he's like come on for old time's sake and i do admit like she kind of is like yeah, like she's kind of leaning into this nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just was feeling like after all this time, I still don't get it. What the point of this sleeping in the same special bed. thing that they have. Like this is the thing that makes their friendship special is that they don't have sex. And you're like, I don't know. That's kind of the thing about all friendships. <laughs> True. You and I have never had sex <laughs> no. with each other. It's like, that's kind of the thing. Yeah, it's kind of that makes you friends. It's, it's one of the it's one of the points of our relationship. That you, you have you don't have sex, but you have a deep love for each uh-huh, other. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I don't I don't know yeah. like what's special. Like what is this? And I know that it was kind of like a a, a thing in the you know in the, in the first season that was kind of. A, can you believe it? And it's very like, and you have to think about where we were. Like, yeah, in the, it's like, you know, very, we were very much steeped in the culture of like, you know, you hit a certain age and you like, don't get to be at boys houses anymore. Totally. Girls houses yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like keep the door open. If you're yeah. home. like, you and know, a lot of stuff I understand. It's hard to be a parent. I totally get it. Oh, you have totally. to put ground rules. I totally understand. And, and like, we're know, the, super we're complicated. We're like the first generation who grew up with AIDS. Yeah. And, and HIV. So, like, I get it. There's, like, extra, like, worries yeah. about sex, you know? Yeah, totally. And, like... It's... it's I get it. But... And I understand why people are... Like, even I was like, I don't understand this. It doesn't make sense to me. No. <laughs> like, uh, them sleeping in the same bed together is is kind of wild to me. Um, but whatever. That's the thing that they're trying oh. to do. But I, I just don't... It, I always felt like it was supposed to be a thing that was, like, that's why... what One of the things that makes their friendship special. <laughs> They can be in the same bed together and not fuck. And you're like, okay, if I buy that, why am I supposed to buy that? Then they they love each other and want to fuck. Like, what's happening? I know. Anyways, it was, I was just having a deep thought about it. Uh But I also did like that they like recreate it and it just, nothing about it looks desirable. No, no, no. And it's so interesting because I was like, I had this moment of like this show and its callbacks. Yeah. Like, it's so fascinating. And maybe someone, I don't know. I'll leave it to you, listeners. Maybe someone should write a dissertation and or host a small podcast Mm -hmm. about, like, what 
how do callbacks work on Dawson's yeah. Creek? Because I feel like they're so sporadic. They're so... Sometimes there are these, like, really interesting callbacks. Sometimes there are these really poignant callbacks. And then sometimes it's like, oh, we don't remember what happened three yeah. episodes ago. And I'm just like, well, and how it, does this work? And in this callback particularly, it happens, like, once a season yeah, almost. Yeah. And every time I'm like, what am I supposed to think Why now? about yeah, this? Exactly, exactly. What am I feeling about this? Like, again, I understand Joey feeling nostalgia and maybe a little bit of safety, yep, yep. being in the Leary house and yep. like that kind of like comfort. I get that a little bit. And I also get that from Dawson that mm-hmm. like, man, remember when it was so much easier and I was just 15 and we sleep in the same bed together and I like didn't have my sexual awakening to, you know, grapple with or whatever. And I, I can kind of see that. Okay. But what else? Right. What is the point of this for this episode? Like, yeah, great question. what am I supposed to take away from this? Because I just don't see that per like personally and be like, man, they better end up together. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And then we go to a real, real wild cut to a wedding scene between Dawson and Joey. And they are recounting the whole plot of the show during Joey's their vows. wild. The Joey is so 2003. It's so, it's so like it's like such a prom look too. It is, and she's got this like she like thin spaghetti yeah. strap dress, and the like the hair is so 2003. It's like in a, it's in a bun, but on the top of her head yeah. with like jewels in it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then like the you know, mood. it's really clear basically from, from the, the beginning that it's a dream. Yeah. And you're the most of the time of the dream, you're like, whose dream is this? Right. That's what you're kind of wondering. And I do, I actually do like this dream sequence because it is one of those moments like, like, hey, if you're just tuning in, like, we're going to give you a rundown of what happened with Dawson and Joey. Right. And I do think that there is, it's about 78% accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty that much is there. good for Dawson's Creek. Yeah, totally, totally. And like, and also they like I think go like, like season by season, like we, you know. We did we this. Dated, I threw myself kissed, at you. And then yeah. it was too much. So then I started dating. Or when I liked you, you liked Jen, then we dated. And then I started dating Jack. And then you started dating Jen again. Yeah. And then. And Dawson's like, and then I made you wear a wire and you said you never wanted to talk to me again. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, I threw myself at you and he, and then he says, for some reason, I didn't, I didn't take it or whatever. And I was like, again, I, I remember there being a pretty legit reason. Yeah. And then that made you fall in love with Pacey. And then she said this one that really bothered me where she was like, and then while I was dating Pacey, you were sleeping with Jen. Oh, she said that? Yeah. That's not what happened. That is definitely not what happened. (laughs) Not what happened, but... While um, I was dating Pacey, you didn't want to talk to Pacey, but instead you tried to fuck his sister is what happened. Is what actually happened. So, and, and like... And they even do get into the college years. And, like, I don't know, it's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's fine. And then we cut to, like, the actors on Dawson's show doing this... Yeah. And Dawson like wakes up and is like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you're like, that that does make sense too yeah. that it, this is Dawson's dream. Yeah, yeah. Totally, like, totally. Yeah, all this stuff happens, but um, we're still meant to be. Yeah. And, and and he like wakes up to a note from Joey that just says, see you later. Yeah. And it's kind of like a callback to when they fucked. 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah, because he of. left a note on her pillow. Yeah, that says went for breakfast or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, I also will say, like, kudos to the, you know, filming that scene so that they could put it in the trailer and yes. we could all have them fucking melt out about yes, it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then we cut to Gail and her unnamed husband. Yeah. Cutting the cake. And, like, Dawson hugs her and whispers that Mitch would be happy for her, Aww. which, like, fucking killed me. Yeah. I really loved it. There's a band. It looks like a fun wedding. It does. It's kind of weird to me that she's having, like, a wedding in the same spot she, like... Remarried Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's a backyard wedding, so that also makes sense for, like, you know, whatever. (laughs) It just was like, oh... Yeah. Okay. No, I hear you. And then, and at the wedding, Pacey has and his Pacey's sunglasses on because he's like beat to shit. And also, that woman is there. Yeah. Like, okay, so this guy goes and brings his friends, beats the shit out of Pacey, mm-hmm. and then he shows up at a wedding that Pacey's at like 12 hours later. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? What's your question? Here? Oh, my God. This is so bizarre. Totally. Like, like, it's just the way the show can be kind of wild about sex, but then, like, super on board with violence yeah. is very weird to me. Yeah. So then, like, Pacey sees Jen taking a pill, and she kind of, like... <laughs> the scene is so... It's cut from the... It's, like, no, it's... Oh, really? Yeah, it's not in the... Because it's... <laughs> Absolutely wild. Right. He's She's like, popping a pill. Pacey comes up to her and he and hands her. He's like, what's that? Hands her a glass of wine. To She's like, just a pain pill. To down yeah. a pain pill. And he's like, can I get one? Yeah. And she like passes him a yeah. pill. Like, <laughs> what? Just in case you wanted to know how we ended up with a, yeah, a crisis on, oh in this God. country. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Well, I'm not going to say that. It's the Slackler family exclusively. Yes, it but, is. Uh, it is. Yes. But this was the time that a lot of that stuff was starting. So. Yes, yes, yes. The storytelling around it is like, this yeah. is how pervasive yeah, it was. Yeah, the Sackler family should absolutely be drawn and quartered. Yeah. Um. So Jen, like... But their friendship is really real. Yeah. And she kind of is like, he shows off, you know, that he's been punched in order that, you know, to indicate why he needs the pain meds. And she kind of, she quotes a movie. And it, to me, like, really highlighted how her and Dawson were just such a better match. Yeah, I agree. You know? and, and she's basically just like, dude, like, you're, like... Why do you have this self-destructive part of you? Yeah. Like, what's going on? And we don't hear the answer, but we cut inside. Dawson yeah, is... She kind of looks around and she's like, look, this is definitely it. Like, this is awesome. And you yeah. should make the most of it. Yeah. I just love moments of their friendship because it is really real and authentic. Yeah. And as like, much as I love and stand, you know... Jen and Jack, I just think Pacey and Jen have such a cool friendship. I do too. So we go inside where Dawson is writing his show <laughs> at his mom's <laughs> wedding in the house. That like super bummed me out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and Gail's like, uh, are you hiding like with your fake friends instead of being outside with I your real like, ones? I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> yes. I know. I was like, you're so right for this, Gail. I know. And that's, and she's like, that's what you've always done. And like, she calls him out for being afraid to talk to Joey after last night. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not afraid. I'm yeah. confused and insecure, which I did dig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, but it was like, <laughs> like, and I've always liked their friendship or their relationship mm-hmm. because it, it's not like often portrayed like that, where the a guy confides in his mom, yeah. you know. And I, yeah. I, I did like, I like that. But it, it was one of those moments where you're like, God, Dawson's best friend's Gail. 
Yeah. And he says, like, look, like, I basically right now live my entire past. Like, I'm reliving my past. And, like, watching other people (laughs) act it out. And, like, I feel for him because, like, that would be weird. But on the other hand, it's, like, the seventh time he's done this. So it's also, like, well, you know... Aren't you used to it? I know. Like, well, it is kind of on you, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it is a choice that you've made yeah. over and over yeah. and over yeah. and over and over and over again. Yeah. And every time you write that you and Joey are going to end up together and you still have yet to end up together. Right. So, like, this is a bit much. And I will say, as much as Gail's a queen at mm-hmm. this moment, she gives terrible advice. It's so wild. Because she's like, well, Dawson, you're a writer. You get to go tell the story how you want. Like, go out there and, like, rewrite your story. And I was like, huh. So we're just not going to account for what anyone else wants. Just, like, <laughs> Dawson's in charge of the outside as well. I know. And it it really, to me, felt like a true breakdown of the show. Yeah. Of, like, the show being like, yeah, Dawson is the one writing this story where he's the star. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. And that he's the one Joey should be with. He's not. Also not. And that everyone is best friends with him. No. Nope. <laughs> and that he's friends with everyone. Nope. Nope. And I was like, you know what? This kind of does make sense. Yeah, yeah. That he thought he was writing this show the whole time and like, you know, he ended up kind of having no one. Yeah. And no one to provide with. And 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 really sad, like it's really sad too. That he doesn't even have his dream. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's got Gail. Sure. Rooting him on. Like, sure. Just you go, you know what, you go out there, you write your story. Might not like happen or end, but you go do it. Yeah. And he goes back outside and then he sees Joey, who's in just the most stunningly 2003 outfit. That slip skirt. I I was like, oh, bitch, with that house, like a throat in 2003. That's like all low with like a long tank top over it. And it's like not quite a maxi skirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like (laughs) below the knee, but not quite a maxi skirt. Yes, and it's it's not even like a midi. It's like definitely hits her at the the peak of her calf, which is like not a good look. No. And like a lace up uh, uh, sandal. And then like, just a, like some tank top from the gap. Yeah. I know. Like it's just like, I and her just, hair like, is just like in a thin ponytail. And like, I know <laughs> I was just like, it's, it's so accurate. I know. It's so accurate. And also like, man, this, this look just really mm-hmm. like had a hold on us. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And he like looks at her and you're like, all right, you know, like he's going to finally go for it. And to a certain extent, like, I think Dawson, like, that is something that's hold, held him back. He's always writing this perfect scenario instead of just, like, just living it. Living, yeah. And I think that's what a lot of, they're trying to get at to him, you know, this whole episode yeah. of, like, if you don't want to live in the past, then then don't. Right. Like, create your own story. You right. know, write your own story of this show. Like, why are you trying to rehash what happened? Like, it just, these are all totally different characters. Like we don't have to do and this. And I just like, you know? cannot emphasize enough that they really did just like date for six weeks and then maybe fucked date one for time. like a month and a half after. And then fucked one time. Yeah. That's it. So they probably have dated for a grand total. We Didn't we say like generously a grand total of six months, but it was probably more like three. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. It had to have been like three, like maximum 10, mo- 10 weeks. Yeah. At when they were 15, 16. Yeah. They dated for a maximum of 10 weeks. Yeah. And then they fucked once. Yeah. And like this, all this. I know. God. 
And like the thing is, like he wants to be with her, and it, it does bum me out that he he can't just be like, I want to be with you. Can we make a go at it? Can yeah, we, yeah. Can we forget, leave things in the past? This is what I would, you know, these are the things I'm gonna leave in the past. Right. And I hope you could do that too, and let's give it a shot. You know, no. like it, it does kind of bum me out that he can't do that, and I, I do feel for him because that sucks. But at the same time, you're like, I just can't keep caring. Yeah. Or watching this. Yeah. And you're not friends with anyone else, so like. I just don't know why you're here. <laughs> and instead of getting a chance to talk to her, it's so Pacey, awesome. Pacey like walks up to her as Dawson is sort of like yeah. coming from afar. And he's like, Hey, Hey, remember when we had dance lessons? Yeah. And she's, he's like, you know, let's, let's dance. Like, let's do it. Like, yeah, they totally on. banter about like, Oh yeah. She's like, I still bruises on my toes. And like, this is the kind of banter when we're talking about it. It's not even fighting. It's no, not even no, fighting. No. That's he's the whole like, thing that this show doesn't understand. It's like, they're not fighting. They're just joking with each other. He's like, you have really long toes. Cause you have such long toes. Yeah. They look like fingers. Like, yeah, it's like, there's no malice behind no. it. There's no, like, it's just like them being funny. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, like what? It, this is completely different than whatever you've said happened between her and Christopher that we right. saw happened off screen. Um, yeah. And it's really sweet. And Dawson like smiles as he watches Pacey like quote steal her maybe. And I think that's what we're supposed to see of Dawson finally being like, all right, man, best man wins, you know, <laughs> but like, I don't oh, know. Oh, it was kind of hard to like, like, I don't know. I guess it just kind of, it still bummed me out because it's like, this is the final episode and, you know. Yeah, say what you want. Yeah. 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 And again, I think at the time I was like, oh my God, are they going to end up together? So you're kind of like stressed out when the oh, first yeah. time you really watch it. Oh yeah, it was really stressful watching So you're like, no, time, no, yeah. no. Yes. Okay. Yes. He is, Pacey is stealing Joey. And yeah, like, yeah. yes, I'm okay with that. Um, but now, you know, knowing how it ends, I'm like, I don't know. That kind of like does make me sad for Dawson that he never could just be like, I want to be with you. Yeah. Um, so then Jack, Jack and Doug have this little moment and like, you yeah, know, Jack's like, sweet. He like does apologize for the fight. He's like, that yeah. wasn't helpful. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like what you're saying where he's having a hard time just flat out saying, I don't, I'm not demanding you come out of the closet. Right. However, I can't be with you if you don't come out of the closet. And that's that's really sucks, real. Yeah, that's but real. that also is the truth. Right. And that's essentially what he says. You know, he's also like, I just can't stay in place. Like, I want to progress. Yeah. I want a relationship to get deeper. And and, and like Doug just doubles down on being an asshole. Yeah. He's like, why are you being so condescending? Like, don't and he's do like, that. and if you knew anything about relationships, you would be in a healthy one. <laughs> and you're like, OK, throw yourself like, under okay, the bus. OK, my guy. Like, that doesn't seem like like a great plan. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 he, and, and Doug's like, and look at your friends. Like anytime their relationships out in the public, it just blows up. And you're like, well, that is a fair point. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, <laughs> but also, but look also what happens like, when they don't tell people like, you know, it also up. blows up. Yeah. Like, and Jack, Jack, like, you know, Doug's like, firm. I want, I want to be you. I want it to be you because like, just like me and you, because the rest of the world messes up relationships. Yeah, and Doug's like, and I'm really happy. And, like, ultimately what Jack is saying is, like, but I'm not. Well, and, like, they have this moment where they're like, you know, we want the other one to be on our schedule, and, like, yeah. we're at an impasse. Mm -hmm. And Jack's like, yeah, so maybe, like, that's it. Yeah. And he leaves. And I, like, can't blame him, to be no, quite honest. No, I think it's so real and such a good breakup. Yeah. Yeah. 
So then we go to Pacey and Joey. They're yeah. dancing. There's and she's, I mean, the chemistry like fucking leaps off the screen. Out of control. It's nuts. She's like, you're going to tell me how you got that shiner? Like, oh immediately she's like, immediately. She's yeah. just like, I know you. I know that. I know that's the thing is we see her know him. Yeah. And we don't see her even know Dawson. Right. And she's like, and he's like, you know, look, mistakes were made. And she's like, tell me what's going on. Yeah. She wants to go deeper with yeah, him yeah, too. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I, I forgot how much fun you are. Like, I have so much fun with you. Yeah. And it's like really nice to be reminded. And then we get a uh, replay of four to ten. Yeah. Because Jen comes up and is like, Pacey, you got to switch from me. Yeah. Dawson won't let me lead. And like, again, I love this scene or whatever, but it kind of did bum me out that Dawson wasn't like, hey, could I dance, you yeah. know? Like, I don't know. It's Jen doing it. Yeah. So, like, Dawson is like, oh, to Joey, like, you left in a hurry this morning, but, like... Yeah, then he kind of gets attacking, and I'm like, well, this is why I, I don't like you, Dawson. Right, but at, in the background, we see Jen making Paisley let her lead. Yeah, yeah. It's so great. <laughs> I'm like, this is the only story I care about. Yes, exactly. Jen, whether or not Jen gets Paisley to let her I lead. Know. So Joey's like, you know, well, I had to get ready. Like, you were snoring. And she, like, starts rambling. Yeah. I didn't catch it all. Like, I know. She, it like, doesn't like, matter. Like, talks and then acid he, flashbacks at one point. And, and she's like, like not that I've ever done acid. <laughs> and you're like, what's happening? And then he smiles. And she's like, what? And he's like, I just love it. I know that this means that you're nervous. And you're like, that's what rambling means to anyone. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it, that kind of bummed me out that he's like, I just fucking know her. And you're like, no, knowing her would know, be knowing why she's nervous. Right. Not that she is nervous. Knowing why she's nervous. Right. Why is she nervous? Because she doesn't want to tell you she might be getting engaged. Or that she, like, has been emailing you and you don't want to connect with her. And she doesn't know what, where you stand. Right, right. And she's like, you know, he says, oh, I like that I still make you nervous. And then I just said, thank God for Jen, who breaks in again and is like, yeah, Pacey's stepping on my toes. Like, we got to yeah. like, you know, uh, we're switching again. And that does just feel like a childish like way in which Dawson is, is like, I still make you nervous. That means you like me. And you're like, I don't know. You've known each other for like at this point, what, 20, 20 years? years? Yeah. Why would you want her to be nervous around you? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like that's like an antiquated desire to have. Yeah, good question. Yeah, totally. You know? So, Joey and Pacey start dancing again. Uh huh. And Pacey sees Virginia Madsen. Yeah. Right as we get a cue of John Hyatt's "Have a Little Faith." I know. Me. Yeah. So look, I want to be fair to everyone on this show. When they play Daydream Believer, Mary, Mary Beth yeah. Maziar's, and Dawson and Joey are kissing, we basically staged a riot. Yeah, I stopped the, watching the show. In the studio. Yeah. <laughs> and by studio, I mean your living room. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is a Joey and Dawson song. I have to give it to them. Like, yeah. Have a Little Faith is like, it feels pretty sacredly Joey and Dawson because it's like that first date at the end of 201 like so I don't love that it's playing over a Joey Pacey scene however it is a great song yeah 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 um and Joey's like oh we've got an audience yeah Pacey's like oh shit and this other woman whose husband just beat up Pacey like 12 hours ago like looks at him and has the audacity and is pretty much like let's go fuck yeah and Pacey's like listen like Joey's like oh I see you're still like a heartbreaker which I don't love. Yeah, and yeah. then Pacey's like, can you help me out? And she's like, uh, and he just like bends her over and kisses her. Yeah. Like it is hot. I think it's very hot. It's 
fucking it's, fire. It's not. He doesn't like explicitly ask her. I know it's consent, really hard because I was thinking that too. But. Where I was like, on the one hand, he does the like Dawson's Creek level of consent, where he's like, "Can I do something?" You know, and so there's like this implication there, but it's not explicit. Yeah. Which I'm like, no, we need more explicit yeah. outright set or whatever yeah um yeah but then he leans her over for a kiss and yeah. like holy shit it's fucking fire and <laughs> even like, joey is like visibly yeah. shook she's turned on oh my god yeah. she's like <laughs> and it, like again it's so hard because like we saw her just like lie in dawson's bed possibly with her shoes on and being like <laughs> I feel weird, yeah. but maybe good because I feel like I'm 13. And then Pacey kisses her and she's and like, she's like, Christopher who? Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Panties off. Thank you so much. Um, and like, she's, it, when she opens her eyes, she looks like she remembers how hot he is. Like, she's yeah. like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah. And he's like, thanks. And he kisses her on the cheek. And I it's know. Like, yeah. Dreamboat way. And then here we go. We, we hear- can't. This is why we can't have good, nice things. Yeah. Because then Dawson starts yelling, Jen, Jen, Jen. And she like. Has collapsed. Has totally collapsed. And Grams runs over and is panicked and is like, get her. Where's her pills? And Pacey's like, she already took one. And then Grams is like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Called an ambulance. And Dawson's like, why what's happening and you're like Dawson like I I, everyone acts differently under situations Uh, but I was uh, like Dawson no time for this yeah (laughs) like ask questions later what get an ambulance oh my god and Grimm's like like, it's her heart she's sick and everyone is like freaking out us included Totally, totally. Yeah. So, and we cut from there straight to the hospital where Jen's being checked out. Yeah. And like everyone's in the waiting room, and Joey's like asking Graham, she's like, well, like, what's going on? What's wrong? Yeah. And Graham's explains that she has an abnormality in her heart. Yeah. And it's like small, it's not serious. Like it happened, like they figured it out when she was pregnant. Yeah. And then this doctor grabs Grams to take well, her back. Yeah, and then Joey's like, Jack, did you know? And he didn't, which is so sad. I know. And then Pacey's like, I mean, it doesn't sound good. Right. He's like, you know, because they're kind of like, oh, well, she says it's not serious. And Pacey's like, I mean, it's a problem with her heart, so it's probably not great. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a heart stripe to me. I know. Yeah. I mean, it also sounds so true. Like, Jen's heart was too big. I know. So Grams is like, oh, well, she's stable. She comes back out. And, like, they're not going to know anything for now. So, like, you guys should just go home and rest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dawson does ask her if she's going to be okay. Yeah. So, like, give him, I give him a prop. Yeah. And Grams is like, yes. And they definitely don't believe her. Yeah. Yeah. So Jack stays, which we know because we see Pacey driving Dawson and Joey home. Yeah. And they're all talking themselves out of freaking out. Like, she's young and healthy. Like, we cannot panic about this, which does feel really real. And very real also, Pacey is, like, cracking jokes. About the love triangle. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, all of the love triangles here. And Joey's, like, really not amused. She's just like, this isn't fucking funny. And Dawson's not amused either. And then then Joey's phone rings. (laughs) And it's Christopher. And Dawson says one of my favorite lines. And he's like, and the triangle becomes a square. And even Pacey's like, good one, bro. Finally. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it's really cute. Yeah, it is cute. So then then we go back to the hospital. Jack's there. Yeah. And he's waiting. And like he he's, sees 
Oh I mean, my god. He sees Grams walk out with like a doctor and she's like sobbing crying. and it's like, dear God, I just can't. And she sees him there and walks up to him and just like collapses in his arms. And it's just like too much. Too much. Too, too much. much. Oh my God. Yeah. Because there's no line set and you just know everything. Yeah, and it's again know. what I was saying was like, what did that bed scene mean? But this scene, uh, got it. Yeah. Truly. And we go then to the hospital, Jen in the hospital bed. Yeah. And Jack comes in. And Jen's like, um, how are you here? Like, it's late. So late. Isn't there like a, isn't there like visiting hours? And Jen's, Jack's <laughs> just like, flirted, flirted with, with the, the nurse. nurse. And, and Jen's he goes, I'm like, pretty charming. And Jen's like, what's going to happen when he find, she finds out you're gay? <laughs> He's like, it was a male nurse. <laughs> I'm in love with this. It's so cute. The way he says it, too. It was a male nurse. Like, it's just like, oh, my God. It's so cute. And Jack's just like, girl, I would love to engage in our normal banter. banter, But, but like, like, here you are in the hospital. I just can't. Yeah. And he's like, you didn't tell me. Like, how come you did not tell me Yeah. And she, I mean, to her credit, she's like, I just did not want you to worry. Mm -hmm. And I felt like if I pretended it didn't exist, it was going to go away. Yeah. And she's like. He straight up asks her, like, well, how bad is it? And she's like. It's bad. It's it's bad. Yeah. And I'm sorry to lay this all on you at this time. But. um, And she says, you know, at first the odds were good, but you know me in odds, which really Ugh. I mean it's where I start crying yes <laughs> it's um Ugh. for the first time in this episode yes. don't worry there's more to come and like I was last night I was doing notes on this and I like fucking burst into oh tears. my god and she then oh my god it's so sad she's just like I'm gonna die and I yeah. don't know how to do it and yeah. you're just like she says she doesn't want to screw it up. Oh, my, oh my God. God. She's like, this is the one thing I want to do right. And you're just like, I can't. It's just, it's really hard to stomach that they're going to kill her. I know. And on the other hand, she she's is so, so good. good. <laughs> like, it's, she's so fucking good. I know. I like, know. it's just like, they also, we've always been like, give her a meaty storyline. Give her a good storyline. And they delivered and we're like, no, 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 we take it back. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know. Okay, I'll go Not back. Like I'll go back Not to those. Like uh, yeah, just give her a cold. Just yeah. give her some tissues <laughs> and a sneeze. Yeah, I'll take that. I'm fine. I, I'm fine. I take back what I said. Yeah, give her tissues and sneeze and an Emmy. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh yeah. my god. So she's like, I'm so sorry. Like I, I thought I was okay and I thought I could do it alone, but I can't anymore. Yeah. And then he's just like, I'm here. I'm gonna do yeah. anything you want. Like, what do you want? And she's like, I just want you to crawl in bed with me and tell me about the nurse and I, forget everything i just oh told you. my god and, and say then night not goodbye starts playing what the fuck i was like as if i wasn't crying hard enough say good night not goodbye starts like, playing thank god they don't put any alanis um that i would be good i mean like what the fuck but this one was like a, a lot to <laughs> a process yes yes and he's like gets into bed with her and rests his head on her chest and he's like his name is Max it's and I just started so, cry laughing oh no Jack's like he has a goatee and Jen's like we, we can, can work, work on with that, that. <laughs> it's so touching and lovely Ugh. and 
absolutely gutting. Yeah, it really is. And they're just so good together. They're so good together. She's so good. And he and he is so good always, but particularly when he's yeah. with her. Well, that's the thing about her is she makes everyone better. I agree. And anytime she's in a scene, whoever she's in with is good. I agree. Um, And like, God, you know, like this is such a Jen heavy episode. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, we've been wanting that, but like, why this? I agree. So then we go this montage of Jack going around and telling everyone. He tells Pacey in person. He goes goes to the ice house. Pacey first because they're best friends. And then he goes to Joey at the air. Yeah, with Bessie. And then he just calls Dawson. Just calls Dawson on the phone. I did laugh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And, and then, then we, we get see, like, like Grams and Amy and Jen together in the hospital. And we cut to Joey showing up at Dawson's house and just hugging him in his front yeah, doorway. Yeah, and Dawson kind of has no feelings. Mm. And technically at this point, this is the break between episodes. Yeah. Technically, you know, this is where one ends and the other begins. Of course, this aired on the same night. It's it like aired I've all in never once only watched one episode. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. So we're going to end here on this uh, first half. We didn't want to do a four-hour episode. <laughs> yeah. We know some of you guys like long episodes, but listen, that's it's, a long time. Well, it's harder to edit, too. And it's harder to edit. All and, that stuff. And it's harder to upload, and I have yeah. terrible internet that yeah. takes forever anyway. So um, so catch us next week. Yeah. Um, we're going to be back with part two of this finale. And... Uh, Sorry that we had to split it up, but but this is a doozy and we got to get it right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thanks so much. And thank you all for being here with us, being space with us, just giving us your time. Um, We hope you all are staying safe. Yeah. It's a truly wild time to be alive. I don't know. Register to vote, (laughs) please. Please. (laughs) And then make your plan to vote, please. And double check, even if you think you're registered to vote. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because, you know. Yeah, people it, be wild. It, it's wild out there. Yeah. Um, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Defund the police. Mm-hmm. Stop Asian hate. Yep. Honor our treaties. Mm-hmm. Water is life. Mm. Like, I don't, is there water in Jackson, Mississippi yet? Uh, good question. I think yes. But tentative, yes. Probably the governor's mansion. Yeah, but not there's definitely water there. Um, uh, we stand with all movements that protect the rights of the working class. Police unions are not true unions; they work against the working class. Mm-hmm. Abortion is health care. Mm-hmm. Abortion is pro-life. Trans lives are trans rights are human rights. Uh, universal back tra- background checks. Ban assault rifles. Uh, cancel student debt. Um, we're standing with the people of Iran who oh, are yeah yeah standing yes. up to real women's movement happening yeah. worldwide here mm-hmm. um over there it's truly horrific um yeah it's just so sad um and you know yeah just people really fighting for freedom yeah um and we're on that side yeah uh. I guess you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. Um, you can email us. Yeah, I'd still get your emails in if you have any final wrap-ups. Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. 
We want to shout our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go freaking crazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.hensley. For Capitalism Corner, we have merch. I mean, we're just going to keep the merch store up there. So yeah. you can buy merch whenever you want. Yeah. Um, Bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. And yeah, I'm still drop. I'm going to drop more. Just I've been busy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to drop some more soon. Um, we have our Patreon. We'll probably, we'll probably keep that up at least through October. Yeah. Um, Patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. And as always, you can order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. I'm going to go back to the very beginning mm-hmm. on uh, the place that you might want to get your book, which is where I got my start. Book Soup Bookstore in West Hollywood, California. Um, hired me when I was 23. And uh, let me... You had that nice apartment like Joey. I did did not, (laughs) as you will recall. I did not have that. Um, (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, you can check them out online. Um, They might have our book on the shelves. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, And, uh, you know, check them out. They're a great store on the Sunset Strip and where I cut my teeth as a young bookseller. Um, you can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we'd like to thank everyone who has listened to us for all this time, all these years, yeah. uh, who has liked us, subscribed, written reviews. Um, we just so appreciate that you guys have done that. It's helped us immensely. And um, we hope that people continue finding this podcast and finding something in it um, that speaks to them. So until next time, until our wrap-ups, uh, please take care of yourselves. Stay safe out there. And we'll see you next week.